and for your ears to enjoy and your mouths to repeat. I don't know. Whatever. It's episode 16 of The Big Guns, Heroes. So when last we left our big guns, the biggest of the big guns, delved further into the heart of Laredo, looking to try to find Danny Deadshot, question mark, Delgado. (laughs) While the lesser big guns, the Derringers, if you will, which (laughs) might be a good backup name for them, were uh, resupplying, thanks to the oddly enough fluent in Spanish Hig, (laughs) and also hanging back and guarding the car. You guys did manage to track down a few leads, although you had to spend a liberal amount of credits in tequila form. Also, Charlie discovering tequila was its own special treat. <laughs> uh, but you were able to suss out that Danny has a place closer to the river, like the south edge of the city. When night fell, you looked for lodging and happened to find a relatively busy card house that had a communal area for resting, uh, to be the most polite way to say it where you came across a rather baby-faced gambler who rubbed Masuki the wrong way <laughs> a little bit. And I guess also maybe Flint as well, since he did part him with some of his credits. Uh, but the young man named Caleb did happen to know Danny and took pity on Flint after, you know, generously taking his money and offered to show him the way when he was, um, when he has found him the morning after. You found Danny, uh, unfortunately a, a currently deaf man due to the fact that his sort of pre-riffs cochlear implant is on the fritz. You found his garage chained up with a little cardboard sign with the weird little devil stick figures. And you've come to learn that they are uh, infestation of monsters that somehow damage and hide inside technology. And Charlie was able to sniff out that there are a few in Danny's implant. All of this really only matters to Flint because his Sky King is currently sitting in that uh, scrapyard. <laughs> and since most of the big guns, with the exception of Charlie, are tech-based in their skills and powers, running in to retrieve it, which would be well, at least a lengthy task once you 
counteract by cooking it up and getting it dragged out, could prove detrimental to the health of your mercenary company, or at least your ability to wage war for hire. The belief the current plan is to rendezvous with the Derringers on the outskirts of the city and attempt to do something about the uh, beasties infecting the cochlear implant. What you're going to do, I'm not quite sure. I don't think any of you have really figured out a full-on plan. Aside from that, uh, Caleb did happen to mention that he knows somebody that might be able to help if they needed an extra pair of hands or somebody to watch their back while this is going on. We have not sort of further gone down that road to see if that's something Mags and the rest want to take him up on. And then there is, of course, our young superhero slash not a vampire Lydia, who has been lurking around Laredo for the past week, who is bound to make an appearance at some point, I'm sure. I like to think that she's been, like, around every corner, like, wearing a huge, wide-brimmed hat, some sort of, like, a large cover over her body, whether it be a blanket or not. There's no telling because she's a little bit crazy, but, like, she leans against the corners of buildings and calmly lifts up the brim of her hat to watch the group as they go through. Oh, yeah, she definitely could have spied them last night. I, I think right now there's that weird little day ball in the air that might be preventing her from actually watching them at the moment. You don't Unless she do. has procured uh, environmental body armor. Mm, uh, like I said, I don't, don't know. I think so, because okay. I haven't finished the character sheet. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> well, let us know if you do, because then you can make an appearance during the day. Otherwise, any appearance you make is going to be brief and fiery. <laughs> So that's where we left off. The group is rendezvousing, I believe, to the west, uh, to the western outskirts of town uh, near the river to meet up with the rest of your group to do Lord knows whatever it is you're going to try to do to help this man so that you can uh, get what you really want. We'll solve this problem like we solve all our others. Bull forward with bravado until we find a solution. (laughs) Missiles it is. (laughs) (laughs) And you have yet to fix your translator, so I believe you still have your technical difficulty penalty on that. Aye. Which I think was just a it was a middle of the road one, right? Or was it just a glitch? Just uh, the middle. You're, now you're minus two. Second, so yeah, you're, yeah. Wednesday. Yeah. So your translator is still functioning most times, but it does have a little bit of a problem here and there. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, it's Although really good at Spanish. So. I, I thought that we said that I repaired it uh, at the in the bar. Not, no, because not I'm pretty sure with a, but upstairs. with a minus two, you have to actually spend money to repair. Oh, okay. So I just fiddled with it, but I couldn't repair it without Yeah, parts. I think you, you turned it off when you were in the bar yeah. at some point. And you, those translators I was reading, they do have audio and just straight up like um, like a text display for you. Mm-hmm. So you could switch it to text display if you don't want to accidentally, you know, say something inappropriate. But right. you will still have troubles translating something. So it is only a minus two, and I believe for native languages, to the translator, it's like a D12 plus two. So your your odds of failing at this point are pretty slim. All right. Yeah, especially since uh, by the rules, you're, you speak your native language at a D8. So the translator, even at a D12, is still more fluent than most people are. Yes. That's interesting. Yeah. But for just general kind of flavor text purposes, every now and then it says a word in a completely different language. Yeah. What happens if you set it to the language you naturally speak? Does it, like, correct your grammar and stuff? It might. <laughs> it probably does, yeah. 
It, it's like it interpreted the the point of the extra things is like like when you go above D eight, you understand multiple dialects and slang, and uh, gotcha. you also know the esoteric words and such. Like you would know that what a knave is and <laughs> such. Not so. Fox is just like a dictionary, thesaurus, and. Yeah. local dialect translator. God, well, I mean, it, it also it's, it also represents like characters that if they were to spend points in their native language to increase it, they would just they would have a, a higher vocabulary and stuff like that. Yeah, in a world that's mostly illiterate, <laughs> seems unnecessary. It doesn't yes. take much. Nope. <laughs> yeah, you're heading out. Oh, that, uh, everybody that who's thing. not Masuki can give me a notice roll. I don't notice. I, I lied. Oh. I haven't rolled yet. Okay. It's <laughs> a nine for me. Uh, I have a character sheet, and it is already open and already set to the skills because I was prepared for this moment. Nice. And Tess, there is a reason that you're not noticing, but I will uh, let you know later. <laughs> how my notice rolls have gone, you're not hurting my feelings. <laughs> I got the old success, assuming there's no negatives associated. Five yes. on the wild die. So you guys are walking along, and Charlie, this this whole town has been a assault on your delicate little nose. It was easier yeah. last night when you were quite drunk. <laughs> so, but there's just a myriad of different smells, a lot of unwashed bodies. But you do notice after about five ten minutes of walking that there is a smell coming from behind you, uh, which would be uh, upwind. So it's like the scent is being blown from behind you to you. And it's a particular unwashed body scent that you've managed to pick out and distinguish. And it's been with you guys for like the last three or four minutes. Okay. I'm going to trot up to Magnesium Flint. And Flint, you notice that... Yeah, you haven't turned around to look at them yet. But those, you know, senses that have been honed by years of combat experience and just imminent danger. The hairs on the back of your neck beard are kind of standing on end. As Charlie trots up to you. Hey boss, I think we're being followed. Hi, have you gotten clear view of what's following us there, Charlie? I can smell it, but it's been on us for a while. Past what does minutes. it smell like? Uh, distinctly, Charlie, it's not giving you any supernatural headaches. But, and it, best you can tell, it's a some kind of person. Like, you really don't know enough to distinguish anything beyond that. Mm. Other than you do smell like the faint smell of like metal, so it's probably safe to assume they have a weapon of some kind. But then again, that's a safe assumption about everybody in this town, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, run of the mill bipedal fleshling. Uh, run of the mill, eh? Yeah. No, no weirdness. I can smell, but just you one. Know. How long have you been noticing them? Uh, I think five minutes, right? So you said, yeah. Jason? about five of the last ten minutes five minutes it's concentrated right. focusing on us <laughs> and uh from ahead of you because Caleb just kind of knows the town a little bit better has been sort of in the lead Him, he's walking with Danny without looking over shoulders he's like oh we are in uh, Los Locos territory and the big shiny lady behind us is attracted quite a bit of attention not to uh, mention your cyber, your shiny metal arms and all your big, huge guns. Would you recommend a display of strength, Caleb? 
You said we're not supposed to be weak here. There's a difference between being weak, Charlie, and uh, being stupid. So you think it's just uh, standard uh, gang curiosity keeping an eyes on us, Caleb? Uh, for the time being, I imagine that's all. They are no I am known to some of them here in town, and they usually don't like to fuck with me too bad, so... But... I'd say unless they start something, you shouldn't worry too much about it. Once we're outside of town, you should drop off. Alright. Then we'll pay them no mind for now, <laughs> but, uh... Don't go choosing now to dismantle your weapons. Right, so you keep heading out? Yeah. And Charlie, with your exceptional success in your nose roll, I'll just let you know if that guy stops following you or changes what he does. Okay, thanks. So as you go kind of to the outskirts of town, you kind of see the ramshackle little buildings kind of give away. And just kind of like the open scrubland of the, the southern area here. Once you get to like a baby... 100, 150 feet out of town and like the cover of the town itself is gone he doesn't follow you past that point alright I'll let Max know seems you were right Caleb our team what? should be uh, not too far from here so let's things pick up the pace nev- things Masuki would never say for a thousand <laughs> <laughs> Once you kind of eventually hit the spot you agreed upon to kind of meet with the Derringers there, they will show up, see a little, like, dust on the horizon. And after those with any kind of amplification and visual enhancements, it does look like your Mountaineer on its way. All right, that's the squad. Uh, Prepare to meet a bunch of uh, entertaining fellas there. Young Caleb and uh, Mr. Delgado. Yeah, uh, Will, how long did your mind link power last? It lasts 30 minutes. Alright, so it is still up, we'll say at this point. You probably got another five minutes left. Okay. So, Justin, you can communicate to, to Danny. Yeah. Mind to mind still. I'll uh, and, try and to. Will, re- you can always extend that if you'd like. Yeah. I'll try to repair the. Uh, translator wants some trucks here. So yeah, Mountaineer pulls up, gets out, ward, you know, gun out, but not pointed at any of you. Sir? Ward, everything go alright with you? Fairly uneventful night. Alright, good. Everybody else starts filing out. Okay, uh... Anyone ever heard of uh, ghosts that uh, inhabit uh, technology? Well, not ghosts, something else, some sort of demons that get into technology. Uh, yeah, that's what's going picture. on with Masuki, right? All right, Charlie. Yeah, I was actually asking these fellas if any of them heard anything about it, since none of us know how to deal with it. Uh, oh. So if anybody, if you want to make a group check for the extras, you can. Sure. A cult mean, would be the skill. If, I don't think if not, it'll have to be, be untrained. I will check. Right. Uh, Karis may know a bit or two about something. Nope. 
Uh, so unskilled group check. And yep, they it's not crit a failed. critical failure. Oh uh, yeah, that's right. They have a minus a two. Three. They rolled a three. Okay, so they're good. Yeah, nah. They just kind of look around, like everybody shrugs. All right. Uh, now refresh my memory. Uh, did we have a plan? Was Charlie really going to try something when he got out here? You never really came I up had... with anything specific, as far yeah. as I know. I uh, talked about two ideas, one of which was to try to uh, read the mind of whatever is inside the implant. I also suggested that maybe we uh, created something technological, use it as a lure, and then throw it in the ocean. The oceans of white ways, but there is a river. Yeah, yeah. But I remember now the, the the plan that I that Mag was actually considering was the one about attempting to con to communicate with this creature. We just didn't yeah. want to do it in the middle of town. And if not, we'll have to ask fucking these guys if they know anybody skilled in the occult. Yeah, I don't actually know if I can target the creatures as is. Um, I'm gonna say no because technically they're insubstantial. You yeah, have to be able to see them or perceive them in some really way, other than yeah. like the vague scent of supernatural, which I'm gonna say is not quite enough to actually target them. Yeah. So. But either the way, cochlear. Assume... Sorry. Either way, I assume Charlie gives it a shot and figures out that it won't work, right? Yeah, we can narratively do that. Do you want me to spend for it, Jason? No, because um, the power won't even go off because you yeah. don't have a target. Okay. I I need to perceive them in some way. The the cochlear is like subdermal, right? It's not Parts easily. It is. It's kind of like a. It's more akin to like our real world kind of cochlear implant. So it's yeah. Some of it's like kind of subdural. Some of it's still on the outside. Okay. There's a I'll... lot more high tech solutions to to Danny's deafness, but he just unfortunately doesn't live in a place where they're readily available. Okay. I don't know how well Danny could read mouth lips, but I'm going to try to turn away from him and say... Reading a dog's lips have to be a little harder. How do yeah. <laughs> Especially when they're speaking a language that he doesn't speak. Yep. True, 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 true. Uh, real quick, uh, are you going to spend the PowerPoints to extend the mind link? Yeah, I might as well. Um, yeah, it's just one PP, so... Yeah, I'm at 37, just to let everybody know. Yeah, I think, I think you're fine. <laughs> yeah. Um... We could try smashing it and see if they come out. I don't know how this works. I don't think we should try smashing the man's implant. We could that try maybe going and getting so. another thing. I could like walk in there and like float it out. So while you two are doing that, Masuki, what are you doing? Because you see that um, Yusha's looking a little angry towards Caleb, who is currently talking to Karis. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna avoid that hot drama. I'm just going to watch. <laughs> and you see Hig finally comes out. He's wearing a rather comical sombrero and a much too tiny, um... God, what's the... A poncho. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Dashing. Mm. Unlike Charlie, he spends his credits... I spend them. No, you give them away. There's a difference. 
Alright, so Mags, Charlie, go ahead, continue what you were talking about. I could try going in there alone, grabbing something, although I'm a little curious how they switch from thing to thing. Like, maybe it's like eating whatever makes machines go right now, so it doesn't need to leave the implant. But, like, how do we know it won't get into, uh, like, Misuki's stuff or, like, the car? Like, I can maybe smell it. Maybe we should, like... Uh, did you say the implant was still running, or was it, like, inactive? Like, it's everything... technically on, it's just not working. Okay. I could try to short-circuit it with my brain and see if the thing comes out when that happens. And then if it tries to move, maybe we can do something. What are the chances that'll hurt uh, Mr. Delgado Well, an implant? The only time I did it was when I wrecked the computer and when I uh, crashed that giant plane that those Nazi penguins were in. So I don't know. Uh, yeah. The Nazi penguins. A serious conversation I never thought I'd have. <laughs> so, I mean, we could ask for consent and have him fill out a form. Um, it's not like you can talk with it anyway. And... Well, uh, we yes, the, fix it after. The, I'm more concerned about the actual, if there's a side effect that could kill him, it's in his head, you understand? If you yeah. short circuit something that's uh, attached to his actual head, will it damage him? Is there... Uh, so for Mag, I'll say, having not really witnessed in too fine a detail, other than what Charlie described about taking out a plane with it, <laughs> Obviously, if he does that kind of level, it'll probably hurt Danny, uh, just because it's gonna release a hell of electrical stop like shock. If Charlie is careful and finesse, aka gets a raise, <laughs> it might not be. It might be painful, but not like unbearably so or, or detrimental. It might be just like a small scale, just kind of electrical buzz. Can Mag? Uh... Disable the implant oh, more yeah, safely, like just remove. Yeah, with the... your level of technical skill. Yeah. yeah, I think that might be a better bet, Charlie. Yeah. Perhaps I should try a, a slightly more reliable method first, and then we can try to use your short circuiting power. It would be best if it was an easy fix. I feel that with your amazing abilities, <laughs> it might be too much for me to try to repair later on. <laughs> So I'm not even going to make you roll because you're just so skilled. Right. Just take you a couple minutes with your tools so you can disconnect the device from its power source. Okay. I mean, I'm, I make sure that I tell Danny what we're doing beforehand and get his consent. Yeah, he's at yeah. this point, it doesn't. as far as he's concerned, he thought it was just broken. Yeah. So. I just, I, I don't, I didn't want to like accidentally blunder into a situation where we're, we're enemies with Delgado, with Danny all of a sudden. Yeah, no, he's, he's fine and you you very skillfully and easily disconnect the power. I say it really loudly. Do I have permission to touch your body? <laughs> yeah. Caleb, like, turns his head from talking to Karis, just, like, raises an eyebrow at that. What movie was that? I hate when I quote movies and I don't even know what the fuck it's from. <laughs> oh, Hancock. That's it. But yes, you are that. able to disconnect the implant, and Charlie... I'm not going to make you re-roll to try to see if you can smell it. Still smells like those things are still in there. All right. 
Seems they don't care about functioning devices. Or well in. Uh Danny, do you know anyone skilled in the occult? As loath as I am to reach out to such creatures, it may be... He kind of makes the sign of a cross and shakes his head no. You are still in his brain, Max. You can... Yeah, that's that's why I talk to him. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, I I, I I don't have sign language or anything like that. And... I can't actually speak Spanish, although I guess I could read off of my text thing and hope hope that he can read my lips, but it, yeah. that would probably not work too well. Now your beard makes it a little harder, too. Yeah, and the fact that I don't necessarily know how to pronounce it, so without him being able to hear, uh, the mind link's really the only way I can communicate with him. Uh, Caleb, you know these uh, parts pretty well. You know anyone skilled in the occult? So, Caleb starts scratching his chin for a second. Well, I did run across a fella a few weeks ago. Odd sort. Um, looks like a, quite a nasty beastie, honestly, if I'm going by first impressions, but actually quite decent fella. He seemed to know a thing or two about monsters and that kind of thing. So maybe. Although I think he's usually more in the kill him dead kind of business. But that might be what you need here, right? Well... It definitely seems to be some sort of malicious spirit here, so anyone who knows something about it and is, uh, considers them an enemy could possibly be an ally to us. Uh, you Trouble don't think he'd be too expensive, I'm 100% huh? sure where he's staying. Oh, and I don't think he'd charge you. Oh. Like he's one of those do-gooder types. He'd probably just do it out of kindness of his own big old hairy heart. Ha! <laughs> Sucker. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> like Caleb kind of smiles and nods at that. <laughs> question is, where is he? I don't really know exactly where he's staying. I've run into him a handful of times. Which brings me to Justin. Where is it, your character staying? Yep. <laughs> yep, that is a question. <laughs> yep. uh, he probably camps out outside of the city and only goes in during... Like, he's uh, here in town. Like, he's here in Laredo to gather information about vampires to the south and try to get, like, the lay of the land before he goes further south to, uh, uh, you know... Across invest- the river and into, like, yeah, Mexico. exactly. Goes goes into the actual danger zone, so he's just he's here to gather as much information as possible. So during the day, he'd be going around, uh, probably get sidetracked, writing wrongs quite often. There are a lot in Laredo to write, <laughs> but also means the gangs, especially, would know of him. I'm sure. Ah, uh, yeah, and then uh, also, um, you know, the other than that, he just does his. He's he's trying to find. Uh, any expert on the terrain and like anybody who might know like organizational structure that the vampire intelligence has going on down there uh, you know any beds of activity that sort of thing so that he can go about his proper justice seeking t- uh, mission and does he go by dawn like he's, is that actually uh, the that's moniker what, he's using? That's what most folks call him, and that's that's pretty much what he introduces himself as. Well, it'd be fastest if we split up and asked around for him. It goes by the name of Don. Uh, that's just Caleb mispronouncing it. Giant fella, huge, hairy. What does he wear? Does he wear armor? Um, 
he yeah he does i can't remember what type it is it's but yeah he has the uh, he has the medium cyber knight armor how tall would you say he is? Give let's go, let's go, give us a physical description because this is what you're going to find a nine foot you. tall. <laughs> uh, no, no, actually, no. He might be taller than that. Uh, no, yeah, he's about nine foot tall. I think he's uh, nine foot tall. Um, he has uh, gray fur, um, and uh, I mean he's Sasquatchy. Uh, and it's it's still brownish, you know. It's brownish gray. You know, he is a Sasquatch, uh, so that's why he's Sasquatchy. I'm jumping back and forth a lot here. I apologize. Uh, uh, he uh, he has his Cyber Knight armor, uh, and uh, he carries uh, a bow, uh, which is different because uh, you know it's old fashioned type. Uh, but, uh, other than that, uh, he's probably most easily recognized by his demeanor. The fact that in a land soaked with tragedy where very few heroes arrive, he is the first to jump out in situations where actually it's probably not even warranted that he intervene, but he will <laughs> do so. Uh, and he's loud and, uh, he, uh, has his hair spiked up in uh, little <laughs> spikes. Uh, and that's it. That's what he looks like. Uh-huh. And that's kind of basically what Caleb describes. Yeah. Oh, and he has a, a, a six-legged horse that is really big. Nice. So either he or the horse are pretty easy to find, I guess. They're memorable, at least. Now, the question is if any of the gang members will actually tell you where he's at. Because acting like where his friend might get us in trouble, too. Because from what I've heard, he's caused them a fair bit of fuss. Might even be killing a few of them. A lot of people have been showing up dead at night. But, uh, I could go ask around. It would be easier if we split up, but... So it seems how most of you don't speak the language. So it's up to you. You can, if you want to stay here or, or tell me where to meet back up with you, I'll go see, ask around, see if I can find him. If only he could read Masuki's mind. The moment he says, "He can," up, she was if like, he wants to. Please, God, let us. Up. <laughs> so he's kind of waiting on a response. What? Yep. Sounds like a plan to me. I don't have anything else. Uh, Masuki, Charlie. As much as I enjoy young Caleb's company, I do believe our uh, efforts would be better if we split the party and perhaps came back together later. Right. I'll miss you too, darling. Uh, let's stay in pairs, though. Uh, I'll stay with young Caleb here. Uh, I'm going to leave... Uh, Duh, let's see, let's leave Now, Mags, that would take two of your Spanish speakers and put them together Oh, that's right, yeah, Caleb speaks Spanish Yeah, no, we need, we need to split Caleb up with somebody else then That's uh, what I was afraid you were going to say Alright, um Caleb can go with, uh, Charlie He's actually the most likely to find him 
because of Charlie's sensing abilities and his strong sense of smell. Uh, I will take... Uh, uh, I guess Masuki and I can stick together. And go to talk? Hig, Hig and Ward can go together. Or no, but actually Hig and Masuki will go and I'll take Ward. Does that Perfect. work? Uh, so, Hig, go with shiny girl! Yes. <laughs> I Hig, show Masuki around. You, you speak the language because you're a very smart Hig. Wait, shiny girl is Masuki? Yes. I am. I am. We all see the the, the the miniature nuclear explosion as his mind is blown. He's never noticed. <laughs> never he realized. just thought the shiny girl slept a lot during the day. Those two <laughs> different people. <laughs> uh, uh, Ward, you're with me. Uh, the rest of you stay here with Mr. Delgado. Uh, I'm assuming you explained Dan- to Danny the situation. Hi. Yes, I do. Okay. And uh, right. we'll seek this then, one out, and then uh, contact, stay in contact, uh, and we'll meet back up here by uh, nightfall if uh, no one has found anything. Okay. So we'll split into our little teams here. So let's do Team Caleb and Charlie. So I think Caleb will take the lead. Okay. But as he's walking back in the town, with you, all right, young pup, how do you want to go about this? Should we be dashing fellows asking people if they've seen our hairy friend or should we put the screws to some of these gangsters let's do screws I've never done screws before <laughs> oh my Jesus it can be quite fun but we gotta be intimidating and I'm sorry I can be intimidating he kind of just like look, he, he stops looks down at you <laughs> I'm gonna stand up on my two legs and uh, growl at him as fiercely as I can it needs work, my friend. How about you let me do the intimidating? You just, uh... Try I'll not to say too much. Mean. That works. And then, like, as your little tongue lulls out of your mouth. <laughs> Roy. <laughs> it's too big for my face. It's not my fault. Tell you what, let me know. You got a keen nose on you. Let me know if you smell anybody who's kind of hairy and sweaty. Now, I realize that... That's that everybody in this town. Fairly much, but... If, you, if something happens to stand out, let me know. Okay. Alright, so he's going to be making an intimidation check. <laughs> so am I. Uh... <laughs> uh, so you go you go ahead and support, since he is technically <laughs> taking the lead. Alright. Even if he might be worse than you. That's a failure. Okay. Spending any bennies or anything like that? No, no, that's fine. Okay. So yeah, you are as adorbs as ever, Charlie. <laughs> Not really much of a intimidation factor. Let's see how Caleb goes about his business. Not good on his regular die. Yeah, you guys strike out. Like You do rough up some folks, and you end up having to run from some folks as the <laughs> afternoon goes on. At one point, Caleb just stops to play cards for a while, which you're not sure if that's part of the screws. But he does screw some people out of money, so maybe that's what it meant. But ultimately, no luck finding Dawn with that team. <laughs> the intimidating right. lassie crew. Yes. <laughs> All right, Higgs and Masuki. What tactic are you two gonna take? Even though Higgs is your translator, he's not really the brains of this operation. Test. So, yeah. What is has... what is Shiny Girl gonna do? God, he has no tact. Um, God. he doesn't. He probably has. Does he have 
intimidation, though? You guys could? Yeah, that's what we're going to have to go with, because in real life, uh, no matter what I say to him, it's going to come out of his mouth like something he would say. <laughs> I don't know, maybe he has a very delicate Spanish-speaking voice. Probably not, but... Alright, Hig, so here's the deal. We need to find information on this guy. His name is Don. Or Don. Or Don. I'm not sure. I heard a bunch of different pronunciations. The point is, we need information on him. We're going to have to question people. This is our sector. I'll tell you what to ask. You translate it into their language. Hig, do talk. Exactly. We'll start with... (laughs) Have you seen a person of this description? And then I described Dawn. All the way down to the spiky hair. Big hairy boy. Okay. Point out who to talk to. Oh, Hig do talk. <clears throat> also, Hig want tacos. Right. We'll deal with the tacos after the talking. We'll call it our celebratory dinner. He just nods and follows suit. So what skill are you going to be using? Typically, it's persuasion or intimidation to kind of social network here. But if you you can make a case for something else, I'm all for it. Um, I'm going to start with persuasion. They may make me switch to fighting. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so you go ahead and give me a roll and we'll narrate based on what you get. Actually, let let me roll Hig first to see if he can assist you. What do we have for our belligerent young Hig? Good skills. He does have a whole D4 in persuasion. Ooh, me too. Yeah, we're gonna end up fighting. Cool. <laughs> He's got streetwise, but his intimidation is better. Go intimidation. I'm okay with that. I'll persuade them to listen to the... Yeah! <laughs> and he got a success. You'll get a plus one to your roll. <laughs> <laughs> You have bennies. We <laughs> do have bennies. Um, yeah, except for I'd rather just fail this one because I don't want to re-roll a persuasion check. Okay. We're going to so change yeah, Maybe Higg is being too literal. <laughs> maybe he is... You both are just being kind of aggressive. Maybe you shouldn't be picking the few innocent town folk. <laughs> uh, you do get... I'll give you a little just bonus piece of information. One lady, when you describe Dawn... Or at least you're assuming Hig is describing him as you're telling him to. She lets out like a horrible scream, says something in Spanish, and runs away. Hmm. Well, this is going well. Um, she said, <laughs> "Blood taker." I'm sorry. What? Blood taker. Blood taker. That maybe is. Oh god. <clears throat> Okay, well, um, let us find uh, perhaps some people at the bar who we can speak to. Can Evidently, we get taco? We will definitely get tacos. As a matter of fact, you can get tacos at the bar while we talk to the bartender. Good. Good, good. But yes, ultimately your efforts are in vain. Yep. And nobody you question. Saw that coming. Would- Alright, Mags, it's up to you and Ward. <laughs> Bum, bum, bum. To find a Sasquatch. <laughs> I rolled a two on the wild die and a zero. Technically, you rolled a three on it, but... <laughs> oh, that's right, because he gave me a plus one. <laughs> no, I you remember your fatigue, so it, you got that minus one. Oh, fair. Had you not been fatigued, you probably would have succeeded. Oh, uh, yeah, because that would have been a four. Doesn't matter. <laughs> yep. 
All right, Max, what tactic are you and Ward taking here? Like I said, typically persuasion or intimidate, but if you can make a case for a different skill, uh, I'm all for it. Ward and I are both trained military combatants, uh, and uh, we're very well-versed in gathering intel. <laughs> this guy's a do-gooder. If we kill enough innocent people, he'll show up. <laughs> <laughs> so Ward's going to take high ground as a, as a natural-born sniper and leaning more into that in his uh, new infirmity since he's lost his juicer powers. Uh, he's I will gonna... say the high ground in this town is not very high. Uh, yeah. Most buildings are a single story. The occasional two, the highest it's... you've seen is three. Exactly. So we're going to move toward those two and three story buildings. And as I move around, we'll be communicating on radios. He's like keeping an eye out, which also hopefully watch my back. And I will move about uh, as the ground man. Um, but we're going to section city off in a grid and just like cover the main parts and go like grid by grid, uh, at least, you know, on our side, you know, whichever direction we went. I assume we all split up and went in different directions. Yeah. It would uh, all make sense. So, so if you're cool with it, I would like to roll battle as the assist or are you being primary? Uh, I will be primary and ward will roll notice as uh or see uh, i'll allow it i think that's fine since don is a very distinctive person even though there are dbs here uh that is a pretty distinctive one yeah he's pretty big so it should help him stand out in the crowd his his description is just odd enough to really be easier to spot than most so i will allow it yes awesome great ha 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 Way to to talk myself away from those D4s. So you go ahead and roll his support first, if you would. All right. Ward supports with a three, so no bonus from him. Maybe he's just not high enough. Uh, I'll let you read whatever you want into that. He might be a little too high. This ward does seem less shaky than he has. He sees a lot of Sasquatches right now. (laughs) (laughs) Damn this city. All right, and I will roll battle. Uh, and hey. I got a success. <laughs> Yay. Do I need more than that? Is this supposed? No. Okay. Just a success. However, since it's not exceptional, it will take you the better part of the day. Ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> what is Dawn doing? be easier to find. So what is Dawn going to be doing as he is spotted finally by Mag? Uh, so Dawn finally got the word of supposedly a, a small group of what they uh, vampire hunters, uh, and he is uh, following a crudely drawn map to try to find these guys. As to whether or not that information is legitimate or not, Dawn doesn't know because he hasn't found them yet. But did he pay money for this information? Um, no. Okay. But he might have gotten it from somebody that he rescued from some gangers. I don't know. That's entirely up to you. Since we're just kind of, you know, narrating how he got into here and what he's doing, it's up to you if you want to make it so that he's on a wild goose chase. He might be about to be led into. I think he is. I think he is. Somebody else. It is definitely a false lead. Yeah, could even be a trap. He does have a really nice set of armor. The material, the material alone, is worth money, and that bow is made of ironwood, making it uh, very rare. So, or steel wood, or whatever it's called. The 
the MD Wood stuff. He's also still a Sasquatch, so it's going to take some people with some big cojones that actually want to try to muck him. Although. But, uh, Don, you've been in town for a couple weeks, like we said, and have generally... The first week you started making your presence known, have you actually killed any gang members or just simply fought them off to injure no. them and force them to retreat? Don would never kill anybody unless it was last resort. Now, a demon, that's a different thing. But again, Don's a pacifist. He won't attack until unless unless the other party is already using violence. He'll he'll attack someone in defense of himself or in defense of the innocent. That's the only time he'll use violence. All right, so for your first week here, you've broken up more fistfights and, and gunfights than you care to count. You haven't had to kill anybody, even on accident, but you have been in a couple of situations where you thought about it. For the most part, the people you've been facing have not been equipped enough to really hurt you too bad. But, um... You have been gun to build up a reputation among the locals who are not criminals and scum as, like, a little folk hero. In fact, you haven't had to pay for a meal in the last few days because just there's always a family that's grateful that a member of their family made it home that night because of you. However, the last couple of days, places you were seen as a friendly presence, a comforting presence, when you try to move through those parts of town, people forcibly make a show of locking their doors and closing their shutters. The, the free meals have dried up. People seem afraid of you. That once looked at you as some sort of, you know, godsend. Mm. The blowback. It could be that the gangs have spread word that you know, anybody seen with you is having a problem. But you vampire. did also catch wind today that there was a dead body found um, pretty badly beaten and killed in a violent manner. And that's all you've heard kind of so far, talks. Uh, you've heard that Los Locos, which is the gang in this part of town, is in, up in arms about it and looking to find out who did it and make them pay. Give me a persuasion check for Don real quick. Persuasion. Oh, did I put this in there? And a minus one due to the fact that, like I said, you're currently being a little afeard. I'm pretty sure you have bonuses for being a Cyber Knight. Or don't cyber Knights automatically have a plus one, so that'll just cancel that out? Is that what you want yep. to do? Okay. That's perfect. Alright, so I'll just... I haven't actually put that bonus on my Persuasion yet, so... This is it. And... Oh, yeah. Don is persuasive, bro. <laughs> That's Even though the, the man you're ten. speaking to looks like he's afraid to tell you, he does tell you, like I said, that a dead body was found near the river. Horribly broken. Bruised up. And drained of blood. Now that and sounds that, like vampire activity. <laughs> and people think it's you, though, because the man was a member of Los Locos, and he was attempting to rape somebody when a powerful being ambushed him from the shadows, beat him to an inch of his life, and then, you know, crossed that inch. Evil doers Lydia, beware. guess what you did last night? <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for it. So even the, the townsfolk now think you've gone from simply saving people to, you know, eating them. And Los Locos is up in arms and looking for you. And you have, you're currently at the edge of their territory. You're not too far in it. Uh, is that where my map is leading? Into Los Locos territory? Further into it, yeah. 
Yeah, well, I'll keep following along, although I have, I guess Dawn has a pretty good suspicion that this is a trap, but here is And now it makes trap. more sense, like, like, the person that gave this to you might have been setting you up for Los Locos. Yeah. And we'll say that Mags, in the late afternoon, you don't spot Dawn at first. At first, your trained military mind sees a, uh, an ambush coming to fruition. Mm. Like, you make out men that are in position, not just wandering randomly around town, and they are clearly waiting and tracking somebody. Yeah, And as you watch the net start to tighten, you see who you've been looking for. Presumably blissfully unaware that he's about to be jumped by at least five people that you can see. Of all the people that could be... (laughs) Well, this may be easier than I thought, then... And then I'm going to signal Ward to get into sniper position, point out the uh, ambush to him, and I'm going to draw my own weapon and hide around a corner. Can't save the guy until he realizes he's in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) That's just good business. That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) So give me a notice roll for Don. Let's see if he realizes he's about to be ambushed. Bushy am. Uh, Don nope, is he does really not, unless, he unless is you want to spend one of his map. bennies. Nope, Don is staring at the map and just like he's only looking up to confirm, like you know, uh, street. Uh, not I guess there's probably not street signs, but uh, landmarks and whatnot to make sure he's so, going the right way. Your calm goes off in your ear. You know that sub audible where only you can hear it. Chief, this guy's. They're gonna pick him off. I think in the next thirty seconds. You want me to start lighting them up? Uh, no, wait till uh, they open fire. We uh, we want to come to his rescue, not prevent the entire ambush. Uh, <laughs> Ward, most of the people in this are boss. Most people in this town aren't packing much, but those guys do have lasers that could kill this guy. And I think the guy on the right there in that alley has a vibroblade. Uh, it's up to you. You say hold, I'll hold. But wait till the last possible second. He's no good to us dead. Copy. I got the guy on the left. Okay. Uh, and then I'm going to send out a call to Charlie and Masuki. All right. We found him. He's about to get in some trouble. We're uh, in the Locos Ward. I got to go. It's about to pop off. Send me coordinates. Beep, beep, beep. You, you, don't, you don't really have coordinates. Like, I mean, <sighs> yeah. GPS is not a thing because there's no satellites. So I don't I mean, think I have a radio... Or anything. Uh, I'm pretty sure you. they bought you a radio, Charlie. Oh, if if not, then you, you would. It's a little headset. It's you're wearing it like a collar. It pops out whenever you. It's want in to that talk helmet you never want to put on. <laughs> okay, I'm pretty sure one of my hindrances means I have to roll whenever I use complicated tech. You probably go ahead and roll do. it for me, then, buddy. Let's see if you know how to answer the phone. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. All right. Let me just make sure. All thumbs minus two to using tech. What should I use for this? Electronics. It would be electronics. Yeah, let's do electronics. <laughs> okay. If it's Please a crit fail, it breaks. Wait. Uh, yeah, well, you'd have to roll actual ones. You'll probably just fail. So I'm yeah. assuming you don't have ranks in electronics. So it's Holy un- shit. No, you're good. <laughs> so that's right. a five wow. with the other minus two. Yep, a five. Yeah, yeah, you hear that incessant beeping that you usually just ignore. <laughs> and you realize it's that radio thing. It's in your helmet. Caleb, we gotta go. It's time to get screwed. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, we haven't even hit the whorehouse yet, Charlie. I'm gonna Wait. rush out. 
And he Come throws on, his on. drink back and starts running after you. And zero coordinates. So I'm, I'm going to ask for an exact location and for him to describe things around him. Because realistically speaking, if I get close enough to that location, I might be willing to fire from here. <laughs> uh, you guys are very far off. Like you guys have all separated throughout the city, so you're yeah. easily several miles away from each other. That is exactly why I needed that. Because in real life, this gun shoot a very long way. It'll sh- it possibly shoot faster than I can get there. But I'm going to start making my way there. Yeah. Let me Assuming know when Matt I'm gives you like targeting a- range. Yeah, I, I do the best I can. But as you said, it was like 30 seconds before everything popped off. So right. At some point, yeah. I'm gonna have to go into rounds. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. And we're just gonna one roll combat this on your part. So you're watching. If you would like to try to interrupt before they actually start pulling triggers, like if, like <laughs> as you see them training their guns, it'll require uh, an athletics or agility roll. Okay. But otherwise, we'll we'll deal cards and then do a one roll combat. Uh, yeah. We'll we'll ha- uh, since uh, Ward is following my instructions. He will do the uh, um, athletics or agility interrupt roll. Yeah, the interrupt. And uh, since I'm following my instructions, I will also do the interrupt. So we'll both be doing that. Uh, I guess. Uh, and this I is opposed, so it's up to you if you want to keep. Uh, so you got okay. a four? Yeah, I got a four, but I will re-roll it uh, with a Benny, uh, bringing me up to a six for Mag, and Ward will roll a GLD. Um He only got a three, so he's probably not going to do it, but it's fine. Yeah, he can go after, if assuming. So let me do... Yep, uh, you could definitely. You see the guys at the far end of the alley that Don is too busy looking down at his paper and then looking up at the roofs of the streets to try to figure out where he is. You see them kind of just move out of the shadowy alcoves, train lasers on him. They haven't pulled the trigger yet, and you can attempt to fire. So we're gonna do just a one roll kind of combat thing. So, but you will get to act first. So Don will basically be surprise attacked. Gotcha. Works for me. Um, just, did you want to do cards first? Uh, no, we're not going to do just, cards. Just, so okay. It's just going to be a one sure. roll. Just one roll. So just pick a skill and do yep. it, right? Pretty much. I'm double checking those rules as well. So it is a dangerous encounter. So basically, if you fail your roll, you'll take a wound or a d4 wounds on a critical failure. Success means you emerge with only bumps and bruises, and a raise means you are unscathed. Alrighty. So yeah, decide what skills you're using. You mentioned drawing your gun, so I imagine shooting might be a thing, but who knows? Maybe you'll surprise us. You can <laughs> narrate. Obviously, you're doing multiple things, but whatever the core yeah. of what you're doing is will be the skill you'll roll. Uh, yeah, no, it'll probably just be shooting. It's definitely not my best skill. I am not really a fighter type, but shooting is just the thing that makes most sense. I thought about doing weird science, uh, but that would be if we went round by round. I don't think it's really good for a one round thing. But Ward is definitely a better shot than I am, so his shooting will be much better than mine. So, I got a four. 
That would be a success. So, a success. so you would come out of the combat with some bumps and bruises. Unless you want to re-roll to try to get a raise. Uh, let's see. On a d6 plus 2, the odds of an 8 are... One and they're pretty good. We'll try it. Uh, yeah, so I will spend a second, Vinny, to re-roll here. I'm now down to three Vinnies. I'm just like you normal fucks. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's uh, a five, so only one better. Not uh, not enough for a raise, but it's still enough for success. So why don't you roll for Ward, and then based on those results, you can tell us what happens in this little firefight here. Uh, and Ward got a six. So he would have bumps and bruises as well, which yeah. is essentially just a minor... It's kind of like being fatigued. Yeah, it's fatigued for 24 hours, though, right? Yep. yep. That's all. Unless healed. Yeah. So you guys definitely get injured a little bit in this fight, but you're going against pretty much an ambush squad of six, equipped with lasers and melee weapons. Do you want Dawn to run? To roll? Uh, I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say okay. this is all gonna be over so quick. Yeah. That he pretty much just like looks up from his map at the dead and running away. Ba ba ba. Alright then. So, bumps and bruises. Let me put that fatigue on. And, uh, so yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Mag is, uh, hiding behind cover. And uh, wards up in a sniper position. Uh, they pop out around the corner, about to shoot uh, Dawn, and then we light them up. Mag rolls out, you know, from his low position, firing the plasma rifle. Uh, probably sets a couple buildings on fire. And uh, Ward is raining down laser blasts with his uh, laser rifle from above. Obviously. They probably fire off a couple shots toward Dawn immediately, but then they realize fire's coming from elsewhere and start shooting back, and so that's how we end up getting roughed up a little bit, just constantly having to dodge and jump for cover and duck under bullets or lasers or whatever weapons they're using. Uh, the closest call, though, is uh, after a particularly deadly round uh, fired on uh, Ward um, which is only stopped by some well-timed plasma shots from Mag uh, that leaves only one of them but Ward seems unresponsive and the one left is the guy with the vibroblade and as he runs up to Mag who was behind cover suddenly looks up and see this big ass vibroblade coming down on his head Ward's precise eyeball targeting sniper round puts him down seconds before he can split Mag in half. Nice. And uh, I guess Dawn and just claps and runs away. a thoroughly flummoxed looking Dawn is standing there amidst the chaos. I didn't see gunfight on my uh, map here. Maybe I took a wrong turn. <laughs> Masuki, one thing you realize is you're running towards this location with a angry Higgs trying to shove a taco down his mouth while running after you. <laughs> like, you're going to the areas that Mag's described, and you're waiting on, like, patiently, like, looking at your, your sensors for any kind of energy output that would signal a fight. And you realize your sensors aren't showing you anything. <laughs> Bitch. In fact, they haven't now, you realize. They've been awfully quiet all day. 
<laughs> of course they have. And you even see in the distance, like, a couple of flashes of high-energy laser blasts coming from, like, the rooftops. Uh, probably, like, a good half-mile away. It, roughly the direction you think Mags is in. And your sensors are still just like, ah, nothing's happening. Nothing's nothing. happening here. Huh. Copy that. I'm and then you see the, uh, like, your your heads-up display, like, kind of frost over for a second. <clears throat> as if you, like, you were breathing out in the ice cold. And then once that kind of fades from your view, your senses are working just fine. And you mm. see, like, high-energy outputs of plasma weapons. Mm. And laser weapons. All in all, it doesn't last long. Maybe 30, 40 seconds. I think that's enough. Thanks, though. But yeah, so you... You think you found the area that Mags was in. Whether or not he's alive, meh, that'd be up to you to find out with a comm check or wait till you get there. Uh, it shouldn't take yeah. you too long and running at full tilt, so. We'll just keep running. I can't trust my comm right now. I can't trust anything. <laughs> Higgs is just hauling ass behind you, like flopping along. His little sombrero is now around his neck, kind of flapping against him. You see, like, taco cheese and lettuce <laughs> in his, the corner of his mouth, and he's just. Why are you running so fast, shiny girl? We have to get to Mags. Why? <laughs> he could be in danger. Laser stopped. That he's dead or actually... he's okay. What? He's that either doesn't... dead or okay. I know. Not danger. <laughs> I don't think do. He's not danger. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that's unassailable, Misuki. Like, it's true. <laughs> Meanwhile, Charlie's probably running as fast as his tiny little corgi legs to take him. I think I'd and actually he... fly, to be honest. Are um, you? Yeah. Caleb won't be flying with you. I know, but so I think you're like at least running out at first, and then Caleb's <laughs> just kind of walking at a brisk pace and catching up to you. What's the trouble, little fella? You said your, your front magnesium's in trouble. How'd you know that? Uh, ting. Gotta go. Uh, you know where to go, right? Uh, no, the... I don't know what's happening. I just said, how do you know he's in trouble? <laughs> okay, well, he said these things, and I'll Am try to... speak in Spanish unintentionally again? No. <laughs> I have to go? They're in trouble! And then I fly away. <laughs> I should mark off the PowerPoints. Okay. Oh. Uh... <laughs> Uh, it does make me feel better that Caleb just ate that bag of shit. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I'm gonna fly and use swift flight. Uh, gotta roll. I'm gonna short it by two. This is 37 power roll. points being skimpy on oh, his power. Oh no, that's a fail. Okay, I'm going to use a Benny. I actually at minus two. Remember, if you fail, how lucky you. <laughs> Benny, so, uh, 15. Damn, that's fucking... <laughs> uh, yeah. I fly at a speed of 120 miles per hour. Yeah. Um, By the time you fly up and get your bearings, and, like, you're coming across the rooftops, and, like, you almost disturb Ward in his shot that saves Mag's life. Let's <laughs> <laughs> <I just> go, hi! <laughs> and, like, Without moving, without, like, like, even, like, turning towards you, or without even seeming scared. Charlie, I'm trying to concentrate. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Nice shot. Fuck. They all, they usually are. Good Ooh. response time. Glad you're using the radio for once. Yeah. <laughs> it works. It always <laughs> has. You've been ignoring it. <laughs> and then he smiles at you, just kind of like gives you a little pat. Bags, looks like we're clear. Uh, the last guy on the north side is running. Alright. I, I got him. take him out if you'd like, or... No need. Down, boy. He says over, like, to Charlie. <laughs> oh, it's time to find out if the enemies we just made are worth this uh, potential ally. Well, your potential ally looks dumbfounded reading a piece of paper, so I hope he was worth it. I... Also, I th- and he kind of, like, finally, like, moves from his position, looks behind, pulls his rifle up to his eye. Masuki's inbound, should be here in a minute or two. Unless somebody else has a glitter boy in this town. Well, probably not, but uh, even if they do, we can assume that they won't be a trouble. Flag her down, in case she's lost. I may have lost Caleb. Are you saying that over the radio or just shouting it, Charlie? I'll just shout it. If the radio picks it up, that's incidental. Oh, Mags is close enough he might be able to still hear you. You're Charlie's squeaky little voice. Hello, everyone. This is Justin from In Our Dreams Podcast. We need your help. We need your support. Come on over to patreon.com slash inourdreams and sign up. You'll receive bonus content, ad-free versions of The Big Guns, which that includes this ad, and future benefits that haven't been released yet, but if you sign up at the Founder tier, while it's available now, you will have access to that in the future without having to pay 10 bucks a month. Good deal. Don't miss out. Come get it while it's hot. All right. Back to the show. And you now, just the, you the, cur- the wonderful fun time of playing two characters at the same scene. Have <laughs> yeah, right. And also, most likely, I have to be like the lead conversationalist on both <laughs> sides. As as having been there many times, enjoy. I was, I was really hoping that one of the other teams would find him. <laughs> <laughs> they chose not to spend Benny's. <laughs> Caleb okay. can't fly. Or can he? I don't know. No, no, he can't. I was actually looking. It's not one of the powers a huckster can use. Okay. Damn it. But he can shapeshift, can he? Potentially. So he could fly if he wanted to. That's definitely worth a deal with the devil to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and actually, no, you can't shapeshift. Oh, damn. Sorry, he's screwed then. He's going to have to hoof it. Yep. If he even knows where to go, hopefully he got a good bead on Charlie's uh, nah, Char- Charlie went 120 miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Charlie went quick. I'll go find him. I'll cut a you do that, off. Charlie. Oh, God. Oh, hey there, fella. Uh, you all right? Seems you've made some enemies here. Glad we came along at just the right time. Ah, oh, shit, now I have to do the other side. That's gonna be hard. <laughs> what amazing combat skills! I'm really impressed! You sure know how to hold yourself in a fight? 
know if he's supposed to be gruffer than that. You sure know how to hold yourself in a fight? There we go. Now we've found him. It seems that uh, my intuition about the locals was correct. They were definitely out. This was a trap. Ah. Does he crumble off the piece of paper as he says that? And throws it over his shoulder. Well, I would think a Cyber Knight would be a litterer. <laughs> Littering is not in the Cyber Knight code. A Sasquatch Cyber Knight, no doubt, too. <laughs> Shit. Damn it, I forgot about that. And uh, I will roll athletics because he was throwing it in into a waste paper a waste basket <laughs> over his shoulder. Because yeah, Lorena has a ton of garbage cans. They, if you miss, they look like garbage cans. It's not That's his fault. That's a house, Don. That's a house. It's a six, is what it is. So it landed wherever he was trying to throw it. It's not his fault if it's not actually a trash can. He doesn't go to cities that often. There you if go. You miss? Are you betraying your code? No, no it's littering really isn't in this code. It's uh, yeah, yeah. But there's a Sasquatch. Yeah. But uh, this is also not nature. Okay, this is city. It's a, the, oh. the whole thing looks like a big trash pile to him. Right. He right. would never throw trash down in the woods. But sorry to interrupt. Continue playing two sides of a conversation while we all sit back <laughs> and laugh at your misfortune. So tell me, who do I owe my rescue to? Uh, I'm Dawn, uh, the sword that cuts through the night. Um, you're a very energetic, uh, fella there. Uh, you can call me Mag. Uh, my name is Magnesium Flint. Uh, the fella climbing down off the roof over there, that would be Ward. In your ear, you hear the gun that shoots whenever it needs to. <laughs> the gun that shoots whenever it needs to. That's, uh... It's his name. Ward was trying to make a joke. Yep, but I I carried through, and because I like the joke. Let's see the flying fellow who buzzed by. That would be another compatriot of mine. Uh, he goes by Charlie, and uh, very soon you'll meet another friend of mine. Uh, she is a uh, uh, yeah. You hear those footsteps? That's her. She's a she's a inbound. The test you are on scene. <laughs> You see a large hairy man, that's probably the guy you've been looking for, talking to your boss. Who is very much alive. Though, like, a little burned here and there. Ah, Maybe he I caught a stray laser blast. I stop running, and just calmly step up behind Mags, and hopefully cross my arms and not shoot this guy by accident. <laughs> <laughs> he seems to be working fine. Fantastic, I just cross my arms and stand there. <laughs> and this is Masuki. Oh, wow! I see that you have a member of the Glitter Boy uh, organization. Hmm. It's a unique model. I'm quite fond of them, although technology's not really my thing. And Don, you have seen these before. I, f- I figured I, I made that assumption <laughs> since he <Yeah>. was <laughs> immediately. Almost everybody know- has heard of them, at least, as where- whether he's actually seen them. Oh, no, wait, I mean, you've I've seen, seen this, this particular model. model. Well, they're yeah. slightly unique or, variations, yeah. but it's definitely the same base model. Yes. I thought that customized uh, versions like this were more rare, but it seems my eyes are being opened as I travel the world. So, can I treat you to a meal? It uh, appears to be coming close tonight, and I was about you to hear retire. A, uh, 
as he says that, like from the alley, kind of where Masuki came, you hear a, a bright, like really heavy panting. Meal, Higg want more taco. I do not have the ability to make tacos, but I can rustle us up some pretty good grub if we uh, were to leave the city and go out to my encampment. I step up beside Mag. Higg doesn't want to eat grubs. Ah, you're missing out. They're rather flavorful and full of protein. I could wrap them up in a leaf, shaped like a taco. Higgs looks like he's trying to think about that, which is going to take him a while. Is my... <laughs> Stranger, is my armor common to you? I wouldn't say common, but I have seen similar modifications before. Although, they are all unique. What do you mean by modifications? This uh, version of the armor, I take it is not the standard issue Glitter Boy as... Uh, the ones that I have seen back at the castle are neither standard issue also. Did you say back at the castle? Ah, yes. My castle refuge. Where I hail from. And he, like, kind of does a hero pose, puts, crosses his chest, and looks off into the distance. I must speak with you later. And I step back behind Mags and recross my arms. Excellent. Seems we have even more reason to retreat to my encampment. I owe this short man my life, and I, uh... Appear to have piqued your interest. Can't say that I'm glad or mad. Can't can't say that I'm mad about that. Um, I uh, I don't object to a free meal, and in fact, we do have some questions to ask you. Uh, do you know a young man by the name of Caleb? Uh, why, indeed, I do. Keep forgetting that I'm the other part of the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes, yes, uh, well, seems to sometimes find himself lost on the wrong path, uh, morality, mo- morally speaking, but otherwise, not a bad egg. A little training will bring him right up to heroic status, I believe. And now, it's becoming more of a sports announcer. I hope you are all prepared to hear how the, ro- the horses did last night. What can I help you with, sir? Uh, uh, we have some questions about a particular supernatural beast uh, that is uh, plaguing a friend of ours, and we're hoping you can take a look at it. We're also bivouacked outside of town, so perhaps we could uh, all reconnoiter there. What do you say? Ward kind of pipes up, not a bad call, boss. If I know people like this, the rest of their gang will be arriving shortly. I agree with you, sir. I do believe that if we stay here, then further bloodshed is bound to happen. So, in the interest uh, of all, let's go ahead and scoop. And, Don, could you give me either a unmodified streetwise check or a common knowledge at minus one? Your choice. And I have neither of those skills. Well, you have common knowledge, at least. <laughs> and I aced on D4, minus- so five. Yep. So with the minus one, that is... Success. So you know, you haven't laid eyes on him yet, but you have heard that the leader of the Los Locos is a cyborg. A rather motley, crudely built one, goes by the name of Cinco, and he is a bloodthirsty maniac. <laughs> You've uh. heard he has a, a rather odd, like, sort of like, 
mohawk made of like spare capacitors and wire. <laughs> That's his only really defining characteristic you've heard so far. And you said Other his name is Cinco. Like Cinco. Okay. Well, we should get out of here before uh, Cinco takes an interest in us. That would be the leader of a, this particular game. He is gang. a full conversion Borg, though, and I think you would know well enough that those are rather dangerous. Essentially, human tanks. Mm-hmm. They could possibly give the Glitter Boy armor here a run for its money. Alright, so I believe that everybody is in accord on leaving at this point, so... Uh, Charlie is still flying back to find Caleb. <laughs> Give me a notice roll there, buddy, with a plus okay. one due to your height advantage. <laughs> Thank you. That's uh, a uh, eleven. You do spot him roughly heading in the direction you were flying, but it no real like rapid. Re- yeah, he's not really <laughs> running or. <laughs> okay, I'll just fly down next to him and try to lead him back to where oh, Jesus, Charlie. I just left. Scare the hell out of a fella! I didn't know you could do that. Handy trick that is. Yeah. Yeah, uh, as I'll... if that's... He just sort of shakes his head. What? You it take a lot stuff of stuff too. for... If you mean gamble and make eyes at ladies, then yeah, you're correct. I know I'm a hell of a shot, but... Anyways, Charlie, I'm assuming since you're back here, your friends are okay. Yeah. Did, did they find Dawn? Yeah, we're just Sesame trouble? Street. Kind of just like, looks at you strangely. I had TV for a little while. I was growing I up. Don't know what that is, Charlie. It's like a but box, anyways. and people teach you how to count. You're a very strange lad, there, Charlie. All right, are we? So he's going back to Downey then. Downey. Danny, you know, and the rest of your little friends in their little carriage. Oh yeah. I are you gonna zip off again in the sky, or should I just meet you there? We can walk. We don't have to sound so disappointed, Charlie. But we he can is. walk. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we'll, we'll stop and get dinner on the way. Okay. I know a good place. Okay. So, Charlie and Caleb are going to go back to Danny and the rest of the big guns. As Team Sasquatch is also heading that direction, I'm assuming. Yeah. So yes, you are... Where are you leading? Is Don leading them to his camp, or are you taking him to Danny? Um, Mag is going to lead Don to uh, Danny, and then we can all go to Don's camp together. Takes a little time to get there, but maybe 20 minutes to get back to the outskirts of town. And once you kind of get close to the edge, you do see a fluffy little dog boy and a skinny young baby-faced man also heading out of town in the same general direction as you. And they're eating some kind of burrito. <clears throat> what up? Okay. A burrito. Okay, just kind of like looks at the, the, the sky? What does that mean? I don't know, it's just something, like, uh, little human children say to each other. Give me babies. <laughs> uh, if when they get tall and kind of scruffy like you. Damn. Not really scruffy looking, Charlie. I 
kind of like sniffs at his arm, but uh, I guess I could use a bath. I meant or your dip in the river. Face hair. I mean, all three of them, and he kind of like yeah. laughs at himself. Baby scruff. Well, we can't all be as fully bearded as you or your dwarven friend, right? I don't think he actually knows you're a dwarf. Your 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 other friend, <laughs> the little guy, the, the shorter fella, the short one, stout boy. All right then. So I uh, say. So uh, what do you discuss with? I mean, you have a twenty minute walk. So what are you bringing up? Any topics? Or is Dawn bringing up any kind of topics? Or is it just a very awkward? I'm surrounded by fully combat people that want me to go with them. <laughs> wow. Uh, well, uh, no, I'll, I'll give him the gist. I'll, I'll, I'll fill him in on what, uh, we experienced, um, the creatures that we believe are infecting, uh, Danny's shop right. and, uh, his, his cochlear implant. And, uh, of course, Mag's gonna lean it more like, uh, these dastardly creatures are impacting his livelihood and his very ability to hear. I mean, uh, I just can't stand to see him. It's up state. to you. You can just decide that you know Dot is interested, or if you want to test your character skills against <laughs> each other, that's fine too. But uh, if you want, go ahead and give Don, uh, get him to make an occult roll. Let's see if he under- knows anything about these little things. Don does seem to know. He rolled a seven. And Do you want to stick with that? Uh, is it a opposed? No, but it's your, you know, I could a raise as always would give you more info. I'll spend one Benny on it. Fine, Dawn. Ah, <clears throat> uh, yeah, no, still seven is the best. So. Alright, so Dawn's not 100% sure without obviously seeing one in the flesh, but it sounds an awful lot like a gremlin. They're typically physically very weak. Very tiny little creatures that like to cause chaos and mayhem. They can make themselves insubstantial, which makes them hard to get rid of. And in that state, they can infect technology, making it prone to mishaps and such. He doesn't know any specific weaknesses. He does, however, know that they don't hop between technology. Uh, They tend to stay in the piece of technology they're in. And the reason he knows this is he heard rumors that... During the Siege of Tolkien, the sorcerers there summoned up rather large swarms of them to uh, take out a lot of coalition like armor and gear. Gotcha. Does he know of a cure for them, though? Not without that raise. Yeah, unfortunately he did not get it. Uh... No, I'll tell you right, what. Then. I'll tell you one way to get rid of them. Okay. Is it going to be destroy the technology? (laughs) I will tell you that he knows that certain mystics and psychics can exercise or banish them. Meaning the banish power can be used to force them out of the technology. That is one way, and there are more than one, to Mm -hmm. get rid of them. I don't know if he has banish or not. I don't think he does. Unfortunately, Banish is not on the Huckster spell list, so... Yeah, and uh, that's why he doesn't have it. Banish is not on the uh, Cyber Knight spell list either. Or power list. 
I don't have it. Okay, so looks like we need banish. Uh or we need to figure out some other way. Don't know if there is another way. But we can do that once we're there, and I guess we'll try to figure out a way to do it. Uh, but yeah, he just fills him in on that, and Dawn is, uh, laps it up. Uh, and loves the idea of running to the rescue due to his heroic hindrance. Everybody knows that is, in fact, quite the hindrance. Yep. It really is. <laughs> Absolutely. So it's a late afternoon by the time you guys arrive to the spot outside of town where the rest of the big guns have camped. Seems like they've just, it's kind of just really awkward. Like, you know, you, your smaller fries have been just rotating through like a little bit of a watch to kind of make sure that nobody comes to ambush them. Once the you left, Don really couldn't communicate, or Danny couldn't really communicate with anybody, so mm-hmm. he's just kind of awkwardly sitting there. He looks like he's been eyeing the mountaineer, but he's afraid to get close to it because he doesn't want to accidentally infect it. <laughs> but but he clearly appreciates the, the care that is maintained after you had to do the old rebuild after the missile hit. Yeah. Stupid fucking missile. Yeah, they are a bitch. And you get the sense that you're like um you are clocked by Clark. Before you get within striking range, so. Good job, buddy. Hey, Don. Uh, yes, um, Mr. Charlie, was it? Yeah. Yes, how may I help um, you? Do you know Big Bird or Oscar or the Cookie Monster? <laughs> I do know. A monster that likes cookies. Um, <gasps> I have seen a big bird. Um, what was, was it? Yellow one? and tall, Oscar. <laughs> Oscar. Mm, no, I've never met an Oscar. Uh, and no, the bird was red. It was. I guess it would be tall. He was in flight. He was about the size of an airplane. Wow. And Don, you do recognize as Caleb is walking behind Charlie. Oh, they were my they were Caleb. my best friends when I was growing up. Um, they were. Then, yeah, uh, you kind of look like them and you sound like them a little bit. So I was wondering if you all came from the same place. The streets possible. Are they familiar with Castle Refuge? Where are you from? Uh, holding cell eight one two seven. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Texas. <laughs> Ah, no, Technically, that it would be CS Lone Star. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oops. Well, if you ever go back to the street, please tell them that I really appreciate their company. I will do so. And I am not at all confused by your words. Nobody is. I'll kind of trot off. Afternoon, Don. Pleasure to see you're still alive. Ah, of course I am. Takes a lot to take out. It's a hero of justice. Yeah, around these parts a lot of people will be trying to take out a hero of justice. Ah, okay. That is a fair <laughs> point. We ever gonna get you to play cards? 
I know you don't want to put money on it and drink with it, but I at least teach you how to play solitaire. (laughs) I do spend a lot of time alone. Hence the need to learn how to play solitaire, my friend. Ah, I think I can take you up on that. Perhaps you could teach me tonight over some lovely bush burritos. That's that, uh, grub leaf thing you tried to feed me last time. Uh, yeah, looking forward to another round of it. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's better than you remember. Uh, it'd have to be, wouldn't it? <laughs> 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 and now, if you excuse me, I have certain young ladies to say hello to. Then he kind of moves on towards the mountaineer, waving to, like, Yusha and Karis. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Indeed, I'd love to see the passion of youth. It's the springtime of his life. <laughs> Somebody just threw up inside her glitter girl. Uh, reminds me of my own handsome man waiting for me at home. I'm feeling nostalgic. Perhaps it's uh, time for a visit. I have been away for a long time. But yeah, uh, Caleb goes, makes a few signs to Danny for a minute or two, then goes to decide which lady he's going to flirt with. Uh, so, perhaps we should go ahead to my camp so uh, we can settle in and I can take a look at this uh, gremlin, or potential gremlin, assuming that it is what I believe it to be. Any, anyone opposed to that? Uh, no, I'm fine with it. Uh, everyone, load up in the mountaineer. Um, care to ride with us, sir? Uh, no, I believe I'll take my own ride, and, uh, he, uh, you know, gestures to the six-legged horse that he's pulling along behind him. Uh, which I believe it can actually keep up with the Mountaineer. Assuming the Mountaineer doesn't go top speed. So. Um, smash cut to campfire? Yep. Okay. So... How far away is, is, is this camp, roughly? Is it close to the river? Or is it close to the ruins of Old Laredo? Give me just a rough geographical idea. Currently, you're on, like, the west side outskirts of the city. Yeah, it would probably be to, like, the northwest of the city. As he came into the city, probably the last place he camped before. He just found it suitable. I believe we passed through some larger areas with, like, uh, not necessarily mountain, but, like, didn't we pass through some, like, big boulders where you could... Try to yeah, find. Like, uh, from the north of the city, looking at the old ruins of Laredo, mm-hmm. and then towards the river, there was like a like a big kind of like bluff where you were overlooking everything. Yeah, so, so close to that be, region, you can find yeah. more rocky terrain. Yeah, so he'd be he'd be on the western end of that region there because he would have been coming from the northwest when he came into Laredo and probably found a suitable encampment there. It's not comfortable staying overnight in. Th- in a civilized area like that. He is a wild man at heart. Uh, so by the time you get up to his camp, it is a little ways away. Unless you just haul balls. Which might attract attention. But at a comfortable pace, it'll probably take about 20-30 minutes to get there. And so it's late in the afternoon. Uh, looks like the sun's going to be setting fairly early today. But yeah, you've made up, you got your little camp. Yep. So he rustles up some grubs and pulls out some yucca leaves that uh, he collected on his way here and has been hoarding. 
and uh, make scrub burritos for everybody. You wrap them in the leaves and then you fold the ends into themselves so it creates this like pocket. And then you place them not directly over the heat, but so they can kind of like roast from the warmth and the yucca leaves steam the grubs. Uh, it's, it's delicious. I mean, it's phenomenal. Let's see, just see how delicious it is here. Let's find out. Uh, it's it's a tin delicious, bro. That's what I'm talking about. Well, if you have to eat grubs, it's the way to do it. I meant. Oh, wait, hold on a second. Masuki, nope. when it's you get out of delicious. your, it's a twelve when... delicious. I didn't add the plus two from his woodsman talent. Masuki, when you get out of the glitter girl to eat, Caleb, of course, takes the opportunity to flirt with you. Oh, there you are, darling, hiding that pretty face all day. Just wondering when you show it off again. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Your enthusiasm for me just overwhelms, it does. And he hands you a, a grub packet. <laughs> <laughs> I take the grub packet. It's best to chew quickly and swallow fast. And try not to think too much about what you're eating. The leaf's actually the best part. Then the I won't take really it good. off. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely. You eat it whole. Is it? You don't want to take it. You don't want to pull them out. <laughs> <laughs> you're just eating fucking bugs at that point. <laughs> First off, they're grubs, so they're more like uh, worms. Uh, and uh, <laughs> They aren't from this earth. They the are pretty good. I'm just saying. <laughs> he did do it well. And they yeah, are very nutrient-rich. They are healthy and a nutritious snack. And I I really do, from and my, with here my has human perspective, worse. think that yucca leaves would be the proper pairing. I'm just saying. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you use an ancient cylinder of... It's hard to make out. It looks like Tanai Shashere. <laughs> it's like a, a faded cardboard green tube of delicious spices. <laughs> that you traded a pretty credit for. To the town at Castle Refuge. So now it's Cajun Tex-Mex. Interesting. <laughs> well, after 300 years, it's probably not much Cajun anymore. <laughs> Cayenne keeps just... forever, my friend. There you go. <laughs> at least that part of it is still good. But yes, your, your meal is tastier than everybody would think watching you prepare it. <laughs> Alright then, uh, so well, where's the afflicted? I... Caleb signs to Danny and he kind of moves up and just kind of tilts his head to show the implant. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, Hablo Espanol. Can you yes. read my lips? It nods. Uh, but he can't speak back. Not really, no. All right, then. Uh, but he does nod. Uh, lo siento. It's just uh, no momento, and he reaches out, touches him on the head, and uh, creates a mind link. And nice. looks, and Justin looks over his shoulder at Charlie, like, Psh, "Bitch, you ain't the only one." <laughs> <laughs> I'm not and Charlie. Special. You smell that that sharp, just kind of supernatural scent. Not nearly as bad as most, but it, he's definitely. A little painful to your psychic senses. Mm. A fellow psychic is in the room. Bum, bum, ah, now we can communicate properly. Excuse me, sir. I would like <sighs> to investigate your implant. Do you give me your permission? <laughs> yes, yes. You are all so kind to ask permission, but please, if you can get these things out. 
Excellent. So I'll start with uh, Detect Arcana. I mean, I already know that there's Arcana, but uh, Dawn's going to go through the basics. Blah, blah. Go ahead so and roll it just in case you could fail. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I should roll the other one, too. I got to roll them both. First one is a success, so the mind link is established. Uh, second one, success on raise on the Detect Arcana. Yes, you are quite good. Uh, so, yeah. Um, blah, blah, blah. I know that there's a creature in there, I guess. Two, actually. Oh, there's two in there. Oh, that's good to know. Hmm. Uh, and we've already covered that any attempt to target them with psionic powers wouldn't work. Yeah, they are essentially insubstantial and... Yeah. Oh, wow. All right. So, it seems that there are two creatures uh, residing in this man's implant. Um, Is it possible, Mr. Uh, Flint, was it? Um, you seem to have quite a few implants of your own. Uh, do you know if it would be possible to uh, just replace this implant? Uh, no, there's no way for me to know that. You'll have to ask Danny if he can get another one. Ah, uh, excuse me, senor. Is it uh, possible for you to replace this implant? I've asked around, and there are a few f- available in the city, but my business site, I have no credits left. I could barely afford to eat. If it wasn't for the help of Caleb and a few others, I'd have starved a week ago. No one, Did- I can't risk sending out anything in my scrapyard, because I couldn't risk these things infecting anybody else's belongings. And even if I did feel the need to do that, if word got back, people would come for my blood. No, that is very honorable of you. I admire your justice, your sense of justice, not to infect others. Once a creature has taken up uh, residence in an item, though, it tends to stay there. So at least cross-infection is not something you have to be concerned with. Any loose gremlins, though, there are keep some an eye on that them. I still saw, but that I still couldn't in good conscience sell bad hmm. devices to people if they were exactly. hurt. Again, so, people in Laredo are not forgiving, sir. No, no, I... Uh, I I appreciate the fact that you would not send out faulty equipment. Someone's life may be on the line. He just kind of nods. <laughs> He's thinking his life, and that's not what Don is thinking. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, let's see. Uh, barring anyone that has the ability to banish spirits, anyone? He's looking around. I don't think so. No. No, you do see Caleb, to. like, kind of, like, staring off in the distance for a second. <laughs> mm. Oh, can Caleb banish? He's, I'm just one last double-checking to see if there's anything he can do. Fortunately, I don't think banish is on the list. Let's see, beast friend, barrier, blind, bolt, boost, trait, burst, no banish. No banish. Nope. I guess Manitous don't want you to be able to get rid of them. They seem to not appreciate that, don't they? Huh. Let's see... What are our other options then? Um, mayhaps we could do some research. I don't know. Uh, Mr. Delgado, uh, 
Do you know of any repository of knowledge regarding the supernatural that is present in Laredo? Just kind of scratches his head because he doesn't quite understand, even though you thought that directly into his head. <laughs> you mean like a bruja? I don't know that there's a few people that might know. It might be a witch or two, but none that I'm aware of. I heard that the leader of the Rust Knives can do things, but he is not a nice man, and I do not think he would help me. Why don't you think he would help you? The leader of the Rust Knives. As if that explains everything. I'm sure that he would help. As long as we talk to him, explain the problem. <laughs> uh, but this Bruja, yes, uh, yes, you did mention a Bruja. Do you know of anyone that might not, simply peddle in knowledge? Not that I know. In my experience, these creatures often have multiple weaknesses, but I. Sad to admit that I cannot think of anything else that would work. I have an idea. Ah, please tell us your idea. And bear in mind, most of that conversation was in two people's minds, so unless okay, Don is I, also saying things yeah, out he's, loud. Yeah, he's, he's saying things out loud and, and sending it, like, whenever he's addressing people, like, this brainstorming session. Gotcha. Cool. What if I was a gremlin? Do we know what they look like? Uh, yes. Fuck. I can draw you one. Okay. I was a gremlin, and I went inside... And then I told Charlie, them. Charlie, yeah, I just let you know you have no way to replicate what they do. I know. I can cast disguise, exalt it, so I look exactly like whatever drawing is gonna happen. Become <laughs> intangible. It's not just becoming intangible. Like it's <laughs> there's yeah. a special thing. You I just... understand that. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> That's fine. I just want to make sure you were we were clear on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I did just think of something else. Uh, you have sparked a thought in me there, Charlie. Perhaps uh, you and I and, uh, well, Magnesium Flint, you should probably not go to where these uh, unattached gremlins exist, uh, given your current uh, modifications. Uh, but some of us that are less dependent upon technology could go attempt to capture the free, the uh, gremlins that reside at Mr. Delgado's junkyard. Yeah? And mayhaps we can negotiate him with them in that way. Don't we have to smash stuff? Do that? And that's what um, I mean. No, Danny here said that there are some that are not residing in technology as of yet. Ah. Okay. Okay. The yeah. problem is once they inhabit a piece of uh, machinery like this, they become very difficult to dislodge. But if anybody would know how, their own kind would be the best bet. We can appeal to their sense of justice and... Ask them to kindly vacate. Or we could screw him like Caleb says. Hmm. I would not suggest following Caleb's moral compass. <laughs> like he kinda like just puts like the, the hand on Charlie's muzzle. It was put the screws to. It means interrogate. Not screw at him, Charlie. Gosh. And he kinda like looks at Yusha and Karis and Masuki and just 
shakes his head like, nah, the kid's crazy. Nah. Nah. I think uh, Caleb just got a mark against him. Bom, bom, bom. You mean his second mark? Because he already talked to Karis, and uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Yusha wasn't having that. That's true. She did not like that. But who knows? If she's really smitten, she may come to his defense and be like, no, he didn't. He wouldn't do that. He didn't mean like that. <laughs> well, I don't think I, this plan's the greatest in the world, but I suppose I can help. I don't really carry much of your technology around with me, so... I imagine that'd be fine. Jason, do I know if uh, his six-shooter would qualify uh, as gremlinable? Probably. But it's such an unappealing target. The gremlins prefer more high-tech or strange technology. The higher the tech, the better. and uh, The more likely. They may be able to jump into it. It, it wouldn't be able to hold many due to its size. It could probably be kind of limited, kind of like Danny's implant. Mm-hmm. And again, they'd have to like get to it, and probably gotcha. there's there's more tempting things probably in the junkyard than that. Like if you're a gremlin and want to make your permanent home, you want to make it a nice weird one. Yeah. Uh, so I think this is a good plan. Uh, does anyone disagree? Nope. Put the justice screws to them. Better justice <laughs> first, then screws maybe. To them. All right. Well, I would not advise returning to the city during the night. It seems someone is uh, committing murder. That's uh, a good segue. So let's <laughs> cut real quick. Lydia, <laughs> where committing are you murder? staying in the city? Like during the day? Um, there's a mostly abandoned junkyard. If you want to stay there, oh you can yeah. Just also, I don't maybe have you any just... technology by all means. That's a great place to hang well, out. Well, no, you you have an EBA suit, so yeah, oh, you do right. have tech... I do have technology. Uh, you might just stay underneath the river. I mean, you could just grab just a sink. heavy rock and just yeah. That's fair. Yeah, I'll just arise from the depths every night like some kind of creepy creature from the lagoon. Hey, it's Jeez. definitely things rifts vampires won't do. They'd be dead. Touche. But yeah, this place is rife with evildoers. You've definitely been making some waves with the uh, Los Locos gang that's in this area you've been kind of patrolling. You killed one last night. He was trying to rape a girl. That didn't sit very well with you, I imagine. Nope. And you left him out as a message. Might be a good idea to check and see if they received it. Ah, yeah. That's probably a great idea. Uh, so, how does Lydia go about gathering info? I imagine she's probably not... I don't know, maybe she is a talker. Maybe she just likes to silently observe. No, no. What kind of skill would you like to use to see if she gathers info here? Uh, Pretty much anything you can justify will work. Fair. Um, As always, intimidate and persuasion are the standards, but I can easily see her just using nah, her superior I'm, stealth to yeah, kind of just I was about to say, literally I'm more spy. Stealth around kind of kid. I can't tell the people I'm a superhero. Yeah. So we're gonna definitely go with stealth. I was looking at my new list and seeing what my. So why don't we start with something a little easier? What does Lydia look like in her Rifts attire? Oh, you have a yeah. full suit of environmental body armor, so it would be something that could completely cover her. Oh, that's true. Not that she has to wear the helmet at night, but right, right. But I definitely wear it, wear it during the day. I like to think that it's some sort of streamlined armor, as opposed to being large and bulky. Preferably yeah. in a nice purple 
Cool. I, yeah. I will throw out there that had the game continued, Renee would have brought you a mask. Ah, oh, fair. Sold. But, yeah, Don't forget about be. that. What were they? Weren't they like tribal masks or something like that? Yeah, yeah. You can kind of design it to look however you want. Although we never really specified what the mask looked like. I just know <laughs> that was going to happen. <laughs> it's true. It'd it's probably true. be fairly easy to attach it to the helmet of this Excellent. EVA. Then I would definitely attach the tribal mask to the front of the EVA, and I would still wear the ridiculously large brimmed hat over it. Okay. Not the weirdest thing out there, Laredo at night, but definitely. Top ten. <laughs> so yeah, how are you gonna get, like, kind of case the joint, this section of town, to figure out what's going down? I'm going to. I promise you, this is my real life. I'm gonna go stand in random corners. I, I can see that easily being a stealth roll. Assuming you have gotten that far on the character, give me. I have. <laughs> and remember, Lydia has her own set of bennies, separate oh, from Masuki's. She's got the seven on the wild die. Yeah, uh, it takes a little while of skulking in alleyways and on rooftops, but the, you do notice that the hive of scum and villainy is agitated and stirring. You smell fresh blood in the air, burned flesh. You come across a place where it looks like there was a battle several hours ago. You see burn marks from some kind of energy discharge, which seems all too common in this world you found yourself in. Uh, and they're your best guess, there was probably at least three to six dead. And from the one dead body that has not been collected, there's a giant basketball-sized burned hole through his chest. Uh, you recognize him as one of the Los Locos. Someone and, else. Uh, and as you kind of go around the area over the next hour or two, as, as darkness kind of starts settling in, they are agitated. And they are forming up a squad. Perfect. Now, that being said, the moment night falls, I take the helmet off. I lick the tip of my finger. I press it down into the dirt around the area where the battle took place. Then I immediately lick my finger, stick it into the air, turn around three times, and go in that direction. Because that must be the way they went. (laughs) I rolled the (laughs) eight. Okay. <laughs> Lydia is one player. Ah, six. Ah, ah. So reading it like a clock. <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. You're actually fairly. You are spot on <laughs> <laughs> to finding the original Perfect. camp where they met back up with Danny. <laughs> Excellent. My methods never failed me. <laughs> so, uh, give me a survival roll. <laughs> How about so we're on the wall die? You start by just walking randomly in the direction that... Well, not randomly. That was deliberate. <laughs> <laughs> to the you, you follow it out to the edge of town, because, you know, surely whoever did this would have to hide, right? And you pick up tracks of a rather large group of people. There's a very large footprint, heavy bear that sinks into, like, the kind of... The, the baked soil. There is some... Um, another giant, heavy, like metal, well, not metal, but like a non-humanoid footprint by something equally weighty. Several smaller humanoids, and what looks to be like a dog, but only like two paws? Huh. It looks like they're all traveling in a group, and they're heading west. I'm assuming Lydia would follow this. Oh, yeah. 
Oh my goodness, what a motley crew it looks like I'll be following today. As a matter of fact, I could use more sidekicks. I lost, seem to have lost mine, and I head off on that direction. <laughs> After a while, about 15-20 minutes outside of the outskirts of town, you come across, obviously, the place where they camped. Now you see the footprints mostly disappear, uh, except now there are a set of what looks to be horse or some other kind of animal prints, if animals had a weird stride with six legs. And there's definitely some kind of, like, four-wheeled, he- like, heavy four-wheeled vehicle. And they are heading north. Curiouser and curiouser. And I head north. So, kind of cut back to the group here. We were talking about the a- agitation in, of the Los Locos, the danger there, and about not heading back to the city because there's, you know, danger... Give me a stealth roll for Lydia. <laughs> Assuming she is going to try to creep up on this group and not just walk right up ballsy. Uh, on this group of... Uh, oh yeah, no, I will definitely try and so creep up on them. So as you're following the trail, eventually in the distance you do see like the light of a campfire in like the more rocky terrain close to the bluffs north of the city. Sweet. So this will be a pose test, so do you want to stick with your five, or do you want to spend a Benny to re-roll and try and get higher? Uh, we'll blow a Benny. <clears throat> five it is. Uh, pick two people out of the group to make notice rolls. They could be any um, two of you. So, like, this is group that is sitting here, so... Not Charlie. Justin, both of your characters. Charlie could... I'm, no, you don't... Tess doesn't... Lydia's not choosing. <laughs> As a group, you guys are choosing to make your notice rolls. I would like to use mine, but, you know... That, that's yeah. a group consensus. You can all... Char- <laughs> On Charlie the opposite side of the group, I say right. do not let Masuki do it. Masuki does not make notice rolls. You'll be very freaking sad. Uh, Charlie makes sense. And, so, 15. Uh, I, I guess uh, Dawn will do the other one. Since it's his camp. Thank God, oh, wow. because Charlie never yeah. says anything. So yeah, Charlie got Don a 15, Don got an 8. So Don doesn't get a raise, because it was opposed by te- uh, Lydia's 5. But Charlie, you got a success and two races. <laughs> so uh, not long after those words kind of em- hang in the air empty, oh, there's danger in town. No, no, there's murders. <laughs> there's murders in town. <laughs> Your nose picks up the very subtle scent moving through the breeze. Um, just a tiny whiff of death. Uh, a little bit of, like, polymer plastic that you've grown accustomed to because you have to wear it yourself. Um, and just the faintest, faintest aroma of, like, dried blood. It's coming from the south probably behind one or two of those large boulder clusters about maybe 20-30 yards off. Okay. Uh, I'm going to swivel my head and I'm going to start barking. Barking my little head off. Beast Jesus, Charlie. What the hell's happening? Danger. You, death, have, you have to plastic. scream when he says murder in the air. What? What's plastic? I'm wearing it. You mean your little scarf? No. The Lydia, armor. oh, you hear the barking of a dog. Bark, 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 bark. Curiouser like, and curiouser. I just keep walking up. So, kind of, as she starts getting closer to the actual light source here, you see 
A strange person in what looks to be purple body armor, wearing a tribal mask and a wide-brimmed hat. Kind of hard to tell gender, I imagine, at this, although, how tall is Lydia? Uh, 5'3". So, they're very short and, like, slender, so maybe it's a woman, maybe it's just a small dude. Or a genderless alien. Halt, or we'll put the screws to you. What? <laughs> Caleb, what I can't say it right. No, Charlie, you said it right. I suggest whoever you are, you do what the little doggy says, though. You're clearly outnumbered here, lass. Or person, or whatever the hell you are. You guys are adorable. I keep walking up. Uh, Caleb draws his gun very quickly. Smelled that coming. Uh, I'm gonna use telekinesis. And actually, you start to see, like, greenish runes start to light, uh, light up along the barrel. And, Charlie, you detect that something supernatural happened on that gun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, so if we're gonna start busting out powers, we will go to initiative, unless tests are fine with them potentially doing stuff before Lydia gets a chance to react. I'm completely fine with them potentially. Uh, no, I we can know. go to initiative. That's, that's fine. It doesn't matter. I mean, there's no need to if you're fine with it. Like, yeah, no, I'm completely cool with it. Yeah. Alright, everyone. There's no need for all of this. Okay. Violence is not the answer. Uh, uh, we simply have a visitor. <laughs> huh? Masuki looks to Mags. Mags has the weapon drawn, and oh. he's giving you the... And uh, I should say, Caleb is positioning himself between... Like Yusha and this stranger. That's so funny. I push Yusha behind me. You're such a cute little guy. With a glowing rune gun. <laughs> I I completely get that. It changes nothing. He also has a glowing rune gun in his pants, and it won't be coming anywhere near my. <laughs> Whoa! Cute. That is a weird STD that he does not have. Are <laughs> uh, you sure he doesn't? Uh, Made a deal with the devil for you know attributes. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> no. Just saying. He does. Ha- he does have boost trait. I guess he could. Apparently, he he also does apparently know where the whorehouses in Laredo are. So there's no telling what he got there. Mm. All right, Charlie, you're gonna attempt to TK her. Yes, I'm gonna try and pick her up. So all right, so let's let's get a psionics roll. Exalted. Yep. yep. Uh, what are you? What modifiers are you using? Ooh, reroll. Uh, it's exalted. <laughs> a penny. <laughs> oh, twenty-three. Much Perfect. better. Jesus. All right, uh, Will. So. You do uh, have yeah, to choose it's... one of these cards to discard. <laughs> oh, okay. Because you earned an action card for your more than triple, you know, uh, ace there. Ooh, uh, my card is Angry Mob. A mob of angry locals, about two per hero, join the fight. Whether they are friend or foe depends on the situation. Um, as I said, that is your fourth card, so you have to dis- yes. throw one on the table and delete it. Um, I will discard Dressed to Kill. And Telekinesis, I think, and I'm assuming you're sticking with the 23. Yeah, that's okay with me. Uh, so Uh, this is... So when targeted, so Tess, go and give me a spirit roll for Lydia. Okay. (laughs) That's a good spirit roll, but it is not a 23. You can try to... <laughs> nope. <laughs> you, you, at the start of your turn, you will get a chance to resist every time. But yes, yeah, so you have got a telekinetic lock. She's easily within your weight limit with a d12 strength, so... Yeah. Uh, How I'm gonna, high are you lifting me? As high as I can, which is... Smart, uh, 24. 
I'll, I'll, I'll do around uh, 15. I want to put her in the air so she's a really easy target for all my friends, and I just want to keep her suspended there. So if she's, Well, like, once really you start lifting her too high in the air, she'll be out of the firelight, so she'll be a little harder for anybody without night vision to see. But Okay, I won't push her that far then. But that's my goal, is to make her an easy target. We'll say you put her 10 inches up, so... The moment I start rising, I assume the pose, because evidently I've now gotten the ability to fly. <laughs> so yeah, you have the, the stranger is now floating a good like you know twenty yards in the air at the edge of like the light from the fire. Who are you to come on our camper in the middle of the night like this? Wait, give me one moment, and I try and like stamp my feet midair to go higher. <laughs> I kind of wave one fist in the air. Huh? 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 Strange to get new abilities, don't know how to use them. Check, uh, Charlie, give me later. another psionics roll. Eleven's cool. Uh, Tess, give me another spirit roll. Mm-hmm. Please don't let me. Don't let me. Don't let me be there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be so sad. Thank Jesus. Ten it is. Yeah. For another round, you're being held. Mm-hmm. Charlie, you can choose to move her again if you'd like, but I'm assuming you want to kind of keep her where she's at. Yeah. I'm sorry, Justin, go ahead and continue with Megs. Uh, so, uh, uh, what are we waiting for? Uh, one second. And she kind of, like, half scrunches her upper body and tries to thrust herself physically upwards. (laughs) (laughs) Ha! Is she trying to swim? No! I'm in the air. Can you not see? I have gained the ability to fly. I'm just not sure how to use it yet. Give me one moment. Let me figure this out. And I'm actually going to start moving her around a little bit. Uh, another yes. psionics roll. Charlie? Are you sticking uh, with the three? No, I'll reroll. Fuck! Ooh, critical <laughs> failure, <Yeah>. Charlie. <laughs> Boom! So... <laughs> And unfortunately, that's the one you have to use because it is a crit fail. Oh, no. So in general, critical failure on a powers roll is going to immediately end all powers you are maintaining. (laughs) And I love it. And Charlie, you get a level of fatigue from Backlash, which I believe, is that your second for the day or is your hangover already gone? I forgot. I was gone. I think we rested. Yeah, that's right. First for today. But yeah, you are headaching right now. Ouchie. Tess, <laughs> somebody's <laughs> falling. Oh no! I, I take it like a champ too. I try to sneak her land. Nope, nope. Dawn's gonna catch her. Or gonna Ugh. try to. <laughs> I'm gonna try and like roll sideways to avoid him so I can superhero land. Okay. Like- <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, Dawn runs out like big furry arms going, well, I, got, I got her. Don't worry. I'll save you. And you're just like, roll right past them to probably pl- probably plant a hand on his shoulder to like, <laughs> right. springboard into the perfect three-point landing. <laughs> uh, but there is potentially some falling damage. Yeah, Charlie no, no, definitely feels like... Damage. Okay. That doesn't scare me even a little bit. Uh, it's 1d6 plus 1 per 2 yards, or 2 inches. I said Charlie put her up about 10 inches. So it's going to be a d6 plus 5. This which is, is where... probably not going to even get close to your toughness, but who knows? I might ace. Who I knows? have resilience, it's fine. 
You also have armor, too. I don't know if you've oh, added that. I haven't added my armor yet. Yeah, it's only eight. What's your toughness? Uh, your toughness is at least eight, because I'm pretty sure... Well, never mind. I don't know if it's at least eight, but... Yeah, right now, it's, it currently is a four, but I haven't added my armor. What is your vigor? Because uh, you got uh, two dude. free die types in vigor, so... Oh, did I really? Damn, did I yeah, miss that? Yeah, and strength. Yep. Okay, well, it's a D8, then. So, yeah, you're looking at a minimum six before yep. anything else, so, yeah, you're fine. Give me an athletics roll, see how gracefully, superheroically you land. <laughs> Eight yeah, on you, the wall, die, thank God. You are you are full Marvel. Yelena would make fun of you. <laughs> I knew I would get the hang of that. Ah, thanks for waiting me out, guys. And I stand up and I stretch with my hands above my head and my fingers interlaced. Nice black window pull, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> now, does anyone else think that she might be the strangest thing we've seen today? And I have currently had a, a grub dinner with a dog and a big hairy guy. Just me know. then? Alright. <laughs> I know. I admire her style. Yeah, uh, Don, if you might take it uh, just a step to the left, sir. Ah, oh, yeah, certainly. certainly. <laughs> now his gun is directly pointed at her. Oh, <laughs> Thanks. He steps, back, he steps back to the right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I believe, Don, I believe we've proven that there's no need for this. Uh, she well, comes her, with no Ill, Ill attention. We, we've proven she's a weirdo who fell from the sky. And Don, this shot will go through you, sir. I would appreciate that you didn't fire it, then. I'd like to not to have to, so just maybe scooch to the left just a touch. Uh, I, I, I promise I won't shoot unless she gives me cause to. Seeking points or lasers. Don kind of leans to the left, but he's actually keeping his body. He's just like <laughs> leaning his head and shoulders, but his body's still perfectly like covering her. Well, uh, ma'am, perhaps you could just uh, answer what brings you here before my trigger-happy young friend. Not trigger-happy, but just cautious. Masuki <laughs> gets on the comms. Mags? I keep her covered, but uh, we'll hear her out first. Um, Remember, Tess, Masuki's not technically in her glitter girl at the moment. <gasps> Even better. That you... means I can just have the, the fucking... Wilkes pointed at her and she can plainly see it. Yeah. Bling. Even better. I mean, you can get your armor, but it'll take you at least a round or two to suit mm -hmm. up. Uh, I'm gonna Mag run and gun. <laughs> Mag throws some uh, hand signals to Ward, who then attempts to uh, stealth around to another position. Go ahead and give me a stealth check for him. D4. He got a 4, not a D4. He rolled a D6 and got a 4. Sticking with that? Uh, he can't. So you guys, sword. No, but remember, don't you guys still have the the one extra Benny? Oh, oh yes, we have one. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna yeah. waste it on this uh, stealth check. Okay. We'll, we'll save that either. for saving a life. <laughs> yeah. right. so, if anybody does decide to, they need to find Ward. I wrote down he got a four. Sweet. Okay. Uh, is it not obvious? Actually, I'll I... give him a plus one in the commotion as well. Everybody's attention is glued squarely on our stranger. Perfect. Is it not obvious? I'm here to lead you. Mm. Lead us to what? In your quest empire. to defeat all evil and better the world? Are you referring to the gremlins? Those two. <laughs> <laughs> Has Lydia seen that movie? It, it would have been the 80s. I don't know. If... Uh... 
Because she's from, like, what, 2022? Yeah. <laughs> World of Darkness U- USA, so she might have seen Gremlins. Yeah, that's true. Might have a throwback. Maybe my parents watched it before. Everybody went crazy. Maybe you watched it in the fucking loony bin. That might be true also. <laughs> a lot of movie happens there. That's true. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so, sorry, that's the last thing Mag said, is do you mean the Gremlins? Yeah, uh, those two. Alright, uh, I'm curious how you knew about us. Um, it was really easy. I mean, evidently you haven't read a lot of comic books, but every good superhero has sidekicks, and then I lost my sidekicks, then I found out that you guys were on the same mission I was, don't worry, I licked the dirt, I tasted everything, I spun around three times, the wind told me where to go, and here <laughs> I am. Well, can't fucking argue with that logic now, can we? Like, he pulls the hammer back <laughs> on his peacemaker. Actually, at this point, Masuki puts her fucking gun away. <laughs> Whatever this show is, it does not feel threatening. It feels like maybe she should hug it and send it somewhere nice. <laughs> well then, uh... Perhaps you should uh, have a seat around the fire here and uh, share your story. Absolutely. I don't have a story. And she sits down and starts petting. Now, do remember that fire is not a good, doesn't mix well with you. That's true. Uh, I mean, I'll sit a good 25 feet from it. (laughs) And then she starts petting both Dawn and Charlie. Uh, Assuming they allow that. No. She's weird. She talks like me. Only and you I currently can do have that. a massive headache. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> While I admire your sense of justice, I am not a pet. Please re- restrain yourself, madam. Of course you're not a pet. You're a sidekick. I thought we went over this. Oh my god, was no one listening. The only Danny is, I... is back there in complete silence, looking very confused about what's going on. <laughs> Look, I'm Mag Sidekick. Okay. That's great. Every good sidekick probably needs a sidekick. Who's Mags? Uh, that one. The friendly one. With the machines and the smart. <laughs> and a <the> smart. <laughs> good job, Char. Head hurting. <laughs> Perhaps a- you can start with your name there. Oh. Right. I guess introductions are in order. Um, <clears throat> you can call me Lydia. Lydia By day. is. But of course, as we all know, we have our super secret superhero names. But we'll save this for another time. So we get to know one another a little bit better. Uh, our superhero names. Uh, Mag's gonna scan his uh, neurocortex for comic book references. Uh, Yeah, so I got a 7 on my arbitrary die roll there. It would be common knowledge. That's what I rolled. Yeah, I got a 7. And so I'm starting to pick up a little bit of what she's putting down there. I think what mags would know about comic books are they fetch a decent amount of credits in trade to collectors. True. Although they are mostly because the idea of a paper object surviving 200 years after the apocalypse... They are incredibly rare. Now, oh, you yeah. do find more digital versions saved to, like, weird tablets and stuff like that, but... 
but if you actually come across a paper one in any kind of semi-readable condition, it's usually worth quite a bit. On those weird data pads that require that you actually touch the screen? What the fuck is that? Ancient tech, man. Ancient tech. I don't even know why they bothered. Their skills were clearly not up to snuff. <laughs> Alright, uh, so, uh, you're here to lead us, you say. Perhaps, uh... uh of course. Mm. I'm sure you've heard of me. I have heard of you now. Uh... <laughs> oh, I get it. You haven't heard of Mimi. You've probably heard of superhero me. It's okay. I'm sure they whisper her name all over these parts. Just uh, don't tell everybody else. She leans over and stage whispers directly in your face. I'm the caged thunder. You're welcome. The caged thunder. And Mag hopes that he takes his complete oblivious wide-eyed look to be surprised and awe. But who knows? <laughs> right. Won't matter. That's exactly how she's taking it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so there, uh, L- Lydia, right? Yes. Uh, how did you find us? Just uh, spinning in the wind thing? We don't spit in the wind. That is weird and rude and uncalled for. Sometimes we lick the ground so that we might get a better bearing on who we are looking for, and then the wind takes us where we need to go. Aye, so tell me, do you know of the occult matters, then? Of course I do. Sounds like magic to Mag, by the way. That's where that segue came from. <laughs> oh, I forgot as much. Who doesn't know about the occult? Jeez, especially in the superhero world. Well, uh, and she has uh, an EBA suit on, right? Yes, uh, Tessa yeah. hasn't quite decided on the armor yet, but... Gotcha, but no other visible tech? Mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm-mm. So, I take it then that, uh, you are coming to help us right the wrong that has befallen Mr. Delgado here? I am definitely coming to lead you in righting the wrong that has fallen Mr. Delgado here, and she points in whatever direction Mag's pointed. <laughs> uh, go ahead and give me a performance roll test. Okay. And anybody who is not quite sure if that's complete bullshit or not can give me a notice roll. Five. Yeah. She is clearly, there's no fucking clue who Mr. Delgado is. Like, she, like, points at, first of all, like, Clark, who's just in the background. <laughs> like, she sees, um, you do see Ward skirting around the edge because Tess has perfect night vision. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> like and so, and she finally settles on like Karis, <laughs> who is definitely not a Mister Delgado. Uh then uh, tell me, what do you seek in recompense for this uh, aid that you so timely offer? What recompense? Oh, I see. That's why I'm the superhero, and that's why you guys are the sidekicks. Okay, so. <clears throat> We don't accept compensation for the good we do. We do the good to better the world. I just imagine it Mag's head as soon as she says, we don't accept compensation. Get the fuck out of my cat! <laughs> no, because again, employees that don't want to get paid are oh, perfect. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Me too. 
uh, a dupe who has no concept of currency. Excellent employee. Well, Charlie's madam, kinda... it seems that you are in luck, for you have uncovered the secret. I am actually Magnesium Flint, and I run a company of superheroes. <laughs> I myself I it. am not the uh, most superheroic, but... With my resources and intelligence, I can help guide you and most put your superhero effects and save all the people. Shit, how do people do this? <laughs> Would you care to join, uh, and this is our code name, so don't tell anybody, the Big Guns? Absolutely. Otherwise, why would fate have brought me here? It's a deal. I'll join the big guns. What does everybody else think of this conversation? <laughs> Charlie, what's going through your little head? Oh, Go ahead. Uh, it hurts a lot, so <clears throat> I'm kind of having trouble following. Uh, when she was talking about how we don't do things for a personal gain, that really like clicked with me. Um, I think that we are superheroes. So that makes a lot of sense. I think that Mag selling himself short. He is he is the best hero. Um. <laughs> so Charlie's buying it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what does Masuki oh. think of all this? Masuki can't hard roll her eyes any harder. As a matter of fact, she started edging closer to Caleb because he's looking more appealing by the second. Yeah, he's not <laughs> taking his gun off this girl. Yeah. Does I mean, Masuki question it all? Like, okay, this girl says she wants to help, but like, what could she do? She's an unarmed weirdo in the night. I mean, we've taken in worse. That's as far true. as Masuki is concerned, this is Mags taking in another damn stray, which is fine. <laughs> Even though he gave us a speech about taking in strays, I guess we all have to do it from time to time. Is the pseudo metagame sense of Masuki like, well, it's another extra that can die instead of Yusha? <laughs> as a matter of fact. What does Yusha think of this? What, what's going on in her head right now about this whole situation? Oh, this is the best moment ever. Other than she's a girl, and I swear to God, if if Caleb hits on her too, this is over. I'm doing something to somebody, but I'm going to have to wait for Masuki to go to bed because she's not going to be very happy with me for whatever it is that I do. But as it presently stands, we definitely need more girls around here, and she definitely looks like a girl, and she's got really nice armor, and I hope she teaches me something without having to make me like strap on a bunch of stuff and run around in circles a whole bunch of times because that's really getting old and really tired. But whatever, I guess it's helping me. I like how in Yusha's head, she talks way more than she's ever spoken out loud to anyone. <laughs> it fits. Um, Mag, what, or Justin, what is Dawn thinking at this moment? Um, Dawn definitely impressed with the uh, superhero heroic nature, although he's concerned about the mental state of this young woman. Um, he's not sure that she could back it up. Also, uh... No, he hasn't. He, his is an automatic. Never mind. So he doesn't recognize her supernatural nature either. Um, but he's, uh, you know, he's not gullible. Yeah. He, so, you know, it's it's nice. It's it's a strange, uh, strangely coincidental arrival of this person in the middle of the night, uh, right when we need help. Uh, because most of our party is dependent on technology, and so we can't really take them in. Um, do any of the other extras the, the, the of the derringers of the big guns are they do they have any particular thoughts? Anything going through Higgs, Clark, Karis? 
Uh, Clark doesn't trust her. Uh, and Ward 100% doesn't trust her. He probably still has his rifle trained on her. Uh, yeah. Until Mag gives him a signal, which Mag probably will at this point. Like a, uh, just a click on the comm or a double click. Yeah, and Mag also, for the record, does not trust her either. I don't even know if Mag wants her to stick around for much longer, but he does recognize that he can't go in there. And, uh... She works for free. Also, she seems crazy as fuck. So, in Mag's mind, you don't you don't deny crazy. You redirect crazy. You join and follow <laughs> to leave. Okay? You, you buy into the bullshit long enough to drop them off a cliff somewhere. It really doesn't hurt that she doesn't seem like she's going to want a paycheck. Also doesn't want a paycheck. So, that really is a draw. That's why I said he doesn't know. It would be a definite flat out no. Fuck you, crazy pit. You know you're not you're not h- hanging out with us. But when she said the thing about we don't get paid for this shit, <laughs> it's entirely different from Charlie's shit because Charlie takes the money from me. He yeah. does. He does. And then throws it away. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. Charlie's uh, like really vibing with this new person. Like we, the way that we talk and express our thoughts is very similar. So. I'm feeling it. You both <laughs> act as if you've only been a person for two years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, anything from Hig? Is he just like suddenly just in the background eating more grub, One grub more tacos? Burrito, or- more grub burritos. All right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, she didn't come with food or drink, nor does she speak Spanish. I could not see where Hig would give two tinkers dams. Mm-mm. 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 He probably now just assumes anybody in full body armor is Masuki. <laughs> <laughs> More shiny girl. Um. So yes, let's cut back. So yes, you've. So Dawn kind of looks over his shoulder at Mag, who seems to like all of a sudden wholeheartedly welcome this new person, uh, and he's going to ask a more relevant question. Well then, uh, tell the. Tell me, what are your uh, uh, abilities? You believe you could be of help to us, right? Do you have the strength to back that up? Of course I do. I'm a superhero. As you can see, I've now mastered flying. I can Um, fly, too. Flight is an impressive power. Uh, Anything else? Of course. Care to uh, fill us in? Like, all of a sudden, Caleb, whose gun is still pointing. <laughs> like, uh, he keeps trying to edge it to the right past Don. <laughs> Don's, Don's gonna back up and open up the circle. I mean, or he would have done it by this point with the, all the conversation going on. Yo, you... Am I the only one who's here in this cr- crazy last talk? Like, she's clearly full of shite, right? She's She didn't fly. She was held in the air. She fucking fell. What? No, I flew. Thank you. I asked for a moment. You gave me a moment. I flew. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> like, my Caleb just looks dumbfounded. Like, <laughs> I imagine that at, if this were an anime, at the exact same moment, Caleb and Masuki's faces both just, like, their jaws dropped. Their eyes got really crazy looking. <laughs> Anybody close enough to Caleb here is like, Dear God, I need to play cards with all of you. I'll be rich in an hour. <laughs> Uh, no offense, meant uh, Miss Lydia, but um, I'm concerned that you may be a liability. Uh, I'm a superhero, not a liability. People's lives will be at stake here, and uh, 
while of your thirst for justice is admirable, your skills have to back that up. She just kind of looks around. I have superpowers. I thought we went over this. Mm. Yes. Uh, we're, uh, you'll have to forgive me. I don't spend a lot of time among civilized folks, so I tend to believe what I see. I well, can then tell you're going to have some real problems. And as Masuki actually, like, taking off the, or excuse me, is uh, Lydia taking off the mask at all, or is she still in the armor with the hat and mask on? <laughs> still in the hat and mask. Yeah. Oh, you should have introduced yourself as Cage Thunder, then. You should have protected your secret Lydia identity. <laughs> I would, except for I joined the superhero group. Yeah, that's right, that's right. She does smell super to me. No, Charlie, she smells a little of death and uh, blood to you now uh, never mind, never mind, never mind. Actually, give me another notice roll. I mean, yes, she, she's pinging as supernatural. Well, yeah, she's that's so not a success of the raise because technically you got to. Oh no, that's with the fatigue. So yes, you got success in the raise. She is supernatural, so that's making your headache worse. Mm-hmm. And now that she's closer, she is clearly like there's a scent, a vague, just barely c- c- like coming out of the armor, uh, mostly because she's not wearing the environmental helmet at the moment. There is a faint odor of death. And, like I said, like, stale blood. She is super, but I think she's dead. What? Super dead. <laughs> super dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who's dead? Caleb is, like, taking a step forward. Apparently you lost hands in the air, if you don't mind. Uh, I don't feel like flying right now. Oh, believe me, I, I'm putting you in the ground, not in the sky. What are you? Uh, superhero. The truth this time. Still a superhero. I'm gonna have to blow some power points. Yeah, did you pick disciplines yet? <laughs> oh yeah, I have disciplines. I have obfuscate, resilience, and protean. Okay. Uh, we'll say you have a full blood pool. You fed well. Sweet. So you have your full 10 PP, unless you also took the extra power point edge. Uh-uh, I did not. So yeah, you have a full 10 blood points. Alright, so I guess we're going to have to obfuscate. Because the other part's scary and then people really will try and riddle me with bullets. Uh, so basically with obfuscate, you get the invisibility power, but it only is cast in yourself. Uh, because it has a range self-limitations, it actually costs two power points less than normal. Oh, you also nice. have access to the mega power modifier from Rifts for that. And you also get the silence power with the aspect limitation... So that could be cast on others or in an area, but you can't um, create sound. You can only do silence. Perfect, perfect. I'm not trying to create any sounds. Yes, yeah, so you can go visible fairly easily. All right. I'm going to blow. It should just be one power point yep. <laughs> or blood point in your case. <laughs> Touche, salesman. Yeah, fair enough. Blood points. I will blow one blood point to go invisible. All right, give me a discipline roll. Which should have started at D6, unless you increase it with your skill points or... Yeah, it's a like D6. Everything's a D6. Except for, I just have them written down under powers. We're just going to roll a D6. Actually, invisibility does... It's a five power point cost, so with the okay. reduction three. for things... It, yep, three. Uh, don't forget your wild die as well. Oh, yeah. So another D6. Ugh. So that would be a failure. Uh, you can spend a Benny to reroll. Sure. That exploded, so you're probably gonna. You definitely succeeded. You might get a raise if you get at least a two on the reroll. Yeah, so All you right. get invisibility with the effect of a raise, which 
means that you are basically a minus six for anybody to notice you. <laughs> so yeah, she says that and just kind of bonk, pretty much fades from existence. Anybody who wants to actively look for her can make a notice roll at minus six. Uh, that would be a three, fail. so that would not. Yep. Yeah, even Charlie, like, it's hard to pick up her scent now. My uh, head hurts a lot. Yeah. Right. yeah. Gotta pull Masuki's sheet. Not that I ever pass a fucking notice roll, but there's no way I'm not looking for this bitch. Sad face. Yeah, be a, t- a good roll, but only a two. And Caleb doesn't see her either. Sad face. Yeah, Don't. she fucking vanishes. Dawn's eyes glow like the like two miniature suns in the night. Yes, detect, conceal, arcana. Nice. Uh, Why has it got to be like two miniature suns? <laughs> because he's sun-like, bro. That's his thing. Uh, but no, it fails. So they flicker out. Uh, I'm not going to cool. spend a penny on it. Yeah. And then. Uh, so and that is one thing. Anybody with Detective Seal yeah. Arcana can potentially still notice invisibility. Yeah, unless you use the Mega Power modifier for invisibility, which I don't think she did. And actually, sensors like in your Glitter Girl would have a good chance to. Ah, fair enough. Without without the Mega Power modifier to fool like heat scanners and life scanners and all that shit. That makes sense. It only sucks because I'm not in my Glitter Girl. Yeah, but yeah, she's fucking vanished essentially. Uh. Very quietly in your calm, Mags. Chief, I lost target. Uh, where's she? Uh, where is it? He says it. He doesn't really know it's a girl yet. Not that not anybody a... can see, but yeah. Lydia is actively trying to fly again. <laughs> it's not not going well for her. She's literally scrunching all the way down to the ground and then, like, thrusting her body upwards. <laughs> Unless you choose to de- deactivate the power in about five rounds, it'll it'll fade. So it's like 30 seconds. So, she so. spends the entire five rounds trying to fly up until the last, like, three seconds, at which point she gets mad about the fact that she evidently has not mastered this power and goes and sits down with her arms crossed and her legs crossed on the ground. Okay. So, yeah, about 20, 30 seconds later... You see Lydia up here in a slightly different spot, sitting cross-legged, and you can't tell under the mask, but she's currently in a grumpy mood. Mm. All right. It does seem that you have the skills to back up your claims. (laughs) (sighs) I wish. Evidently, I have no control over flight yet. It's fine. I'll keep trying. Please, any any fool can turn invisible. I can't turn invisible. Besides, all this does is prove she is something strange. I think you'd all be fools to trust her. Well, there's no harm in hearing her out, but uh, we do have a mission to get to, so... Um... And at that, everybody give me a notice roll with no penalties. Notice oh, roll with all the penalties. Or zero of the penalties. In this case. Eight from me. That's not even the character sheet I thought I was rolling on. Damn. Give me the other character sheet. Don got a three... So, fail there. Mag got a three also. I got a four for Masuki, which is actually surprising. So, Masuki, Caleb, Lydia, and Charlie have all succeeded. Uh, So, Charlie, you definitely hear it first. 
Um, because it's a, it's a sound coming from, like, the south and uh, east. It's the, the sound you're more than familiar with working a lot of the big guns so far. It's the sound of a lot of engines riding through the night. And you, your ears kind of perk up, even despite your headache. And you can make out the sound of at least, probably, more than ten, maybe a dozen, separate vehicles. And after about another 30 seconds, everybody else who succeeded can hear the faint sound of engines in the open night air as something wicked this way comes. No, don't come this way, wicked things. And we will call it here. (laughs) No, don't call it here. All right, we'll keep going. (laughs) (laughs) And our camera zooms out and and speeds through the night. Till it sees uh, the faint light of several headlamps on motorcycles illuminating a group of gnarly-looking men and women and a few DBs armed to the teeth. And then a particularly robust and, like, double-thick, tired motorcycle is a kind of motley assembly of robotic parts as Cinco and the rest of his Los Locos... Thank you for listening to episode 16 of The Big Guns, Heroes. We are In Our Dreams Podcasts. Magnesium Flint and Dawn are voiced by Justin, who is me. Charlie is voiced by Will. Lydia and Masuki are voiced by Tess. And Caleb and the other various NPCs are voiced by Jason, who is our storyteller, game master. I don't know. We don't really use the word for it. Most of us just call them asshole. If you like the show, leave us a rating and a review on whatever podcasting app you're using. Help spread the word so that more people can find the show and come to enjoy it as much as you do. All right, well, that's all I've got. I uh, am probably going to go to sleep now and have some dreams of my own. But uh, we'll see the rest of you in the next stream. <laughs>